actual <clears throat> scream killer, yeah, whatever right. his name was, but like Ghostface, but it's more like um somebody just imitating him. I got gotcha. you. Kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, that's and hard. Every season, different stories. What are y'all talking about? Uh, scream. Scream. Ah. Uh, yeah, there's a new mm-hmm. scream coming out this week. I heard the last one was really good. It was fire. It was great. It was fire. We saw that. Yeah, yeah, that shit yeah. was fire. 4D too. I mean, yeah. the effects with the kicks in the backs and the stabs and everything. I mean, they, really they had spray mist and shit. <laughs> oh, that's fucking crazy. And that when the blood splat- splattered, yo, that. That shit was a. And they just did good with the. For revivals, like, because I, I don't be liking revivals. I feel they, you. They put that together really well. Yep. They connected it where. So they made it make sense? Yeah. Like, it connected to the uh, first story? Yeah, nothing was crazy left field unless you want to be overcritical about some small shit, but it's like nothing like crazy. Everything's like really falls in place. Mm hmm. They just inserted some, you know, some other characters in it and all that. Storyline was pretty decent. It was a little bit like different but it still stayed on track i like that for sure yeah and then the way it ended kind of brought all brought it, it all together. together yeah and i like how they 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 did good with the drama effect with certain with certain parts like because you know courtney cox used to date the, the david one, arquette mm-hmm. correct and um I fought with David just Arquette. How they, just how they tied certain shit together was fire. And, That's what's up. And it was intense. Like, Ghostface was good. So I expect this one to be a good one, too. True that, true that. Yeah, I'm with it. This yeah. nigga Chef ain't saying a word. I want to see Fear, yeah, too. That today. movie with T.I. and them, I heard that was good. Yeah, I heard that one was good. Um, Buddy from Power was in that. Joseph yeah. Secor, right? Yeah, Joseph Secor. It's called Fear. Gotcha. I'm not really a horror movie guy, but mostly because a lot of them are really, really terrible. But the, the ones that have yeah, been good, recent, though, I would agree. I will say the ones that I've seen that yeah. have been good have been really good movies. Yeah, me and Cass get lucky when we go see horror movies, though, because Truth or Dare should have been whack, <laughs> but it wasn't at all. Yeah, that Truth was or a Dare great was movie. actually good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's um, scary movie. Not scary movie, Scream. I said scary movie. Yeah, Scream was great too. Mm. And the one Drag with Me the... to Hell. Did y'all see that one? That one. Was... I feel I like I seen that. So was scary as a mother. Came out around like Skeleton Key uh, era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Drag Me to Ooh, Hell. Was I remember crazy. Skeleton Key. Skeleton Key. The book was. You know nuts. what's kind of they did well with this, even though it may be low budget. That Terrifier shit, yo. I don't think I know. It's this clown. It's this. White face nigga that don't say nothing, but he brutally kills shit. I know what you're talking about. Like they, it's cool for for a B rated movie. It's actually really good though on a horror tip. I like B grade movies. I'm not even gonna hold you. Some it depends. I'm fi- I'm fifty fifty because the Sci Fi Channel is something that I used to frequent at, in New York. So mm-hmm. that I can see good good uh, B movies where there's B rated stuff mm-hmm. and it'd be good, but then you'll see some shit that's just it's just not good. Yeah. Like Sharknado. <laughs> I felt like back in the days, like her and they movies made were actually four scary. or five of them motherfuckers. My fuck, what happened? No, I was saying I felt like back in the days they were actually scary. Now they're more like comedy horror kind of thing. You know yeah, well, like, I mean, I think yeah. I think that's a styling. Like they're getting back to the uh, 
the corny um, horror movies. Mm-hmm. Remember those horror movies that was like the slasher films that are supposed to be kind of cheesy, like the cheesy acting and the mm-hmm. over, yeah. like the over the top killing. Like they just stab the person a little bit, but they gushing blood out. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, the shit like how scary what scary movie do when they be spoofing horror movies. But well, like, yeah, that's a spoof. But I'm, but I'm saying like, like at one point that yeah. was what horror movies were. They were like. The eighties. Exactly. The eighties was a lot of that. The acting was damn near porn acting. Yeah. Like the way it was acting was just, oh man, Tits. I can't believe we're out here in the dark. <laughs> Tits. I hope somebody doesn't come like Tits. It was always just somehow a random boob shot and a bitch. <laughs> I was about to say, why is this nigga screaming tits? <laughs> That's why, because it was tit-tast at that time. You're lucky this is not a YouTube video, because first first and last fifteen. That rule is gone. Well, I want to know the rule anyway, because I, I I know I cuss like a sailor. First 15, last 15 for YouTube videos. That's that's the rule. You can't curse in the first 15 minutes, can't curse in the last 15 minutes. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So, I want to get that out of the way. <laughs> There's no video, but everybody looked at Sheem like he was dumb as shit just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, that was that, was that awkward silence. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you wonder why uh, at some point everybody quits the pod and we can't make no money, it's Sheen. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I'll be the fall guy. Fuck it. Oops. <laughs> everybody ready to go? Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and start this thing up from the top, man. From the beginning. Genesis 1, verse 1. In the beginning. In the... In the bini, in the bininging, yeah, in the, in, in, uh, in the, in, in the bininging, yeah, in, in, in the bininging, in the bininging, in, in, in the in the bininging. What is going? On <laughs> what? I mean, we had to start off in the beginning. Mike, check. Episode one, let's go. An angel has always been thought to be one of God's most precious works. Welcome back. Guess that's how she had you fooled. She was an angel in disguise. As we take y'all on a journey today. Hurt and pain can never come from her. So you left me only to find that hurt and pain involves her. What's up, what's happening? See your mistakes. And now you see your angel was a fake. It's season four, man. Alright. See, baby, my love is true. We're gonna take y'all places. And most importantly, still I love you. What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this is 
the very first episode of the season man i i thank you guys for bearing with us it's been a good long time about a good three months and i know you uh haven't heard our voices in a while so we're gonna we're gonna go around the room and reintroduce ourselves man starting with i'm the captain of your ship today i go by the name of reggie days and uh thank you guys for allowing me to take you on a journey this morning for those of you who are going to work coming from work on your break sitting around having a good time listening i hope that you know we we take you guys back to the good days Today I'm joined by my right hand man, Sheem the Dream. Sheem man, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. It's the Fly Young King. Feeling good with my brothers, man. And sis. It's it's uh it's been King. a good little while. Three months, three months. You feel a little yeah. rusty, or you you ready to get back at it? I'm ready to get it in, man. We also are joined by. My guy. Chef S H E double F. What's up? It's your boy. What's good, man? How you holding up today, man? Man, just happy to be alive. You know what I'm saying? Back at this podcast. A little rusty, but we're gonna get we're gonna get it polished again, get it shining, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Another late night, another late night. And we got a new addition to the cast, man. Uh we're expanding, so this season is going to have a lot of uh, a lot of different flavors, a lot of different things that we're doing. One of the things where we're bringing in the homie, Cash, man, how you doing? How you how you holding up? Feeling good, can't complain. How about you? Good, good. Finally, uh, glad to have you join us officially. You know, you are the fourth member of the cast now. Uh, the way that this is going to work going forward, you know, you guys asked and you get it. So we do have a YouTube channel. Go ahead and like, subscribe, follow us. It's Reggie Days Radio. So when you go over there and look us up, it's going to pop right up. Just type in Reggie Days and it'll show right up on uh, YouTube. Go ahead and share that. We're going to have multiple videos going on throughout the week, but those videos will only be available on YouTube. So for those of you who like listening to us on the audio form, you're still going to get the full length pod. But for those of you who like the shorter clips, who want the reality bites, the OG reality bites, gonna have to go over to youtube for that man tap in now of course you know over time later on we might take some of the episodes and throw some visuals and throw them up and things of that nature or whatever but if you want them the moment that they happen like the moment that they come out you're gonna have to jump over to youtube man we got to give y'all a little bit of an an incentive to follow us over there um you guys asked a lot of us to be honest over this break and you know we took the time we got new equipment we're coming in hot and ready Let's get it. Closest thing to Jesus Christ, rocking nice. I'm a gift to God. Kind of spraying a feeling when I cop in you see speed that curving out he hold married to paper bay. I can't reply. Supercharged, I can't tap the gas. All you see is demon fat. Ballin' hard, triple double. T make with the leaning that Young bitch got no job, she just swipe cars that hope be scheming back. Lost a tail for brush, used to cook cocuts on the steaming that her daughter now can't stand my eyes. Everywhere a hoarder's home. Stand us with the plug, he give me extra one 
the zone. Green dots for yeah. root money yeah. in the pen. He talk yeah. on college phones. Birthday in yeah. the week or something. Yeah. Not just yeah. drop it. Yeah. Put on some little clothes. Go see my jeweler. Probably drop it. Say, St. Patrick, I got power in this stick. This bitch a drop a ape. Ocean view the condo out of town. It's just a spot to play. Tables turn. Breezes burn. Mad at me, they losing that. Nail shop on my all day. Get my feet did. I'm getting bougie now. Think I'm Carisha, bitch friend. Slap with that losing that. Oh, my elves. In too deep, no acting. We shoot movies now. Closest thing to Jesus Christ, rocking ice. I'ma give the guy. Can't explain the feeling when I copy a new six feet that I know y'all bobbing y'all heads out there. Come on. Super uh, Yeah. All you see is demon fat. Balling hard. Triple double. T Mac with the lean and that. Young bitch got no job. She just swipe cars. That hoe be scheming by. Lost the tail for brunch. Used to cook coke cuts on the steaming that. Her daughter now can't stand me. I supply auntie them fiending high. Young bitch got no job. You know that hoe be scheming now. She probably from Atlanta. Shout out to Atlanta. Get up. Speaking of scammers, I saw a, a, a tweet this week. This isn't even on our list of topics, but I felt like I might as well say it. I saw a tweet this week from um, somebody I went to college with. I know one of y'all snitching motherfuckers probably going to send her the clip, but I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> so this begging asshole decided to go on Twitter and post um, who sends. It's, it's something of this sort, you know, just paraphrasing. What can I do with $20? As far as like lunch money, she said, who sends $20 for lunch? And of course, a ton of niggas just started like quote tweeting her and just ripping her shit. But it really made me realize that like even even things like lunch or certain words just are read differently by different people. Because when I hear when you hear lunch, right, what do you think? Like when somebody says, hey, you know. Somebody sent me X amount of money for lunch. What do you think? From that, I would think lunch is just something basic, something affordable. Not nothing over the top. I expect a couple of dollars, you know. When I think of like, lunch, I, I think know. in the middle of my day. Yeah, middle middle of the day. Yeah, I saying? think of like I'm at work. I'm I, doing shit. You I, know what I'm saying? I dart out, I grab lunch. Like I don't yeah. think of like sitting down. Sitting down, down to eat. Yeah, like when I think lunch, yeah. I think I, you know, I'm a productive member of society. So as a productive member of society, when I'm grabbing lunch, I might have 30 minutes, might have a little hour. I'm going to go grab some shit and get back, get my ass back to work or get back to whatever it is that I'm doing. Even if I own a business or whatever, I'm taking lunch. Nigga, it's lunch. She started uh, after like two, three, four hundred people start like <clears throat> molly whopping her ass in her uh, quote yeah. tweets. She's like, oh, see, that's the problem. Y'all y'all think I'm talking fast food. I'm not even talking about fast food. I'm just saying in general, $20 is not enough money. Then people started hitting their way. They were like, bro, Red Lobster, their lunch is less than $12. Like, they started, like, naming all these yeah. places where lunch is, like, lunch is usually a lunch special. Like, yeah. And then even at that point, she was like, well, I'm from Atlanta, and with lunch... Twenty dollars not even gonna cover like what if I want a drink? What if I want a hookah? <laughs> well, that's not lunch, uh, young lady. So when she said that, I was like, "That's brunch." It's oh, funny hookah. because before she even tweeted that, the first thing I did was I was like, "I recognize her from school. I wonder where she lives now." So I clicked on her profile and it said it had the plain emoji and it said mm -hmm. ATL. 
and then I exited out of the profile because I knew everything I needed <laughs> to know. I was like, oh, she doesn't have a job. That's why $20 isn't enough for lunch. See, when you sell pussy, right? <laughs> Not, like, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just come in with that like, the pink yeah. no that's for real like when when you when you're not a productive member of society like when you're a scammer when you sell pussy when you sell dope like lunch your mm-hmm. lunch is not a lunch break you're going to a strip club or you're going to a hookah lounge or you're going like there's no difference between lunch and like the other non-productive shit that you do throughout the rest of your non-productive life so to you $20 is not going to be enough because you're like what about my bottle service and hookah? Nobody who, like, I don't think an attorney is thinking about hookah at lunch. I don't think this, doctors, this lunch or lawyers, to nurses. The fuck? Wings and things. <laughs> Wings and things. What the fuck? <laughs> but that, that's, I try to tell niggas this when it comes to just life in general. Before you answer anything, before you even bother yourself, we're like trying to rationalize anything. Where is she? Just answer that question for yourself. The moment you see ATL, just exit yeah. the profile. I hope Miami. they're not doing that in ATL, man. I would like to believe they're not going crazy like that in ATL, but maybe I have a bad... Nigga, please. I had a good time in ATL, kind of. Yeah, you had a good time. And what was you doing? The smoking hookah, right? I wasn't smoking. Actually, no. Smoking <laughs> some green, though. But not no fucking hookah, you know. Like, for the most part, hookah lounges are life there. They are though. That matter of fact, every spot we went to, that was like a, a big yeah, thing because me and me and Cass was in Atlanta. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like clubs, you know, what I'm saying had hookah lounge, lounges, bars had them. Like you know, what I mean, it, it's it's everywhere for sure. Yeah, like that's when the moment she started saying that shit, she was like, "Well, y'all gotta understand what twenty dollars. What what happens when I want to drink in some hookah?" And I was like, "Okay." So this is not a lunch break because right. you, you you're talking about Magic City. Well, that's the thing. When right. you're unemployed, yeah. there's nothing to break from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no break. <laughs> like life is a break. That's just crazy to me, though. She brought up hookah for lunch. For lunch. That's why when you asked me what is lunch, I was kind of confused. Cause I'm like, well, I'm thinking like a couple dollars. Like I said, if, if at the most fifteen dollars, like I think is reasonable for lunch. I mean twenty twenty can be for lunch, but then when you talk about what if I want to drink in hookah, sound like shorty trying to go to the lounge. When I hear lunch, I hear BOT and a bag of chips. Yeah, like I'm thinking yeah. burger and fries. Yeah, yeah, burger and fries, quick quick little wings, a salad. But you talking about an entire like you talking about getting an, uh, an incredible like, Hulk, a, a Long Island iced tea, a lap dance, a fucking mint mojito, a hookah like. Now, I was just saying, I don't even know why she thought that was a good idea to post that because Backlash was on the way immediately from that post. But, I mean, I guess she just didn't. But then again, of course, she wouldn't know because she's talking about what she's talking about. She don't Fair. think of lunch the way we think of lunch. Mm. I think that's also an issue that, you know, I've ran into in the past when when um dealing with dating, right? Yeah. We talked about this like in a previous episode where I said, I feel like people have personal time zones. Like if you're somebody who works all day, two hours, three hours, 15 minutes, whatever it is, is going to feel like a different set of time for you than somebody who don't do shit. So hypothetically, let's say you're a dude who has a career and you're talking to a chick like that. Her not hearing from you for four hours would probably annoy her. 
But for you, four hours is going to zip by because you're a productive member of society. You're actually yeah. doing shit. Yeah. But see, when you when you just you know smoking hookah and waiting on your next drink, four hours crawl by. Damn, I ain't never look at up. it. I ain't never look at it like that. Is is you kind of on the move when at lunch? You know what I mean. You don't have that many hours in the middle of your day because you know that's either you started work that morning, you go back to work, or even if it's just the way the day flows. Lunch is just something I think of just quick in and out. <laughs> yeah, let me grab I mean? some food and get this shit over with. Out, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's probably about an hour. Lucky to get a two hour window if you know, depending on your type of job situation. But yeah, two hours is crazy. I can't see most like, people get thirty minutes, but you get yeah. that hour. Yeah, you, you get that hour. It's like okay, I might be able to get something quick to eat and a nap. Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, not even. I can't see that hour consists of getting to the spot, waiting in line for the food, driving back to work. Well, that depends. Right. I was gonna say eat. if you meal prep, it might be you know true. grab grab something to eat real quick, take a thirty minute. Yeah, true, true. but it really depends. Like, but that I can't even imagine. Like, I can't imagine leaving my job, going to a brunch spot, and and like you know hookah drinks and all of that, and then going back to work after that. Like, yeah, the, I would right. not want to work. Like, I'm I not going back to work. There's no way. If <laughs> I made that, deci- if I made that decision to pull up to that spot, I made that decision that I'm sick or whatever the fuck I got to tell my job. Like that's crazy like, that's to me. But it depends on your job too. You know, y'all know my job. So oh yeah, like, you're a barber. You can, <laughs> yeah, you can get away. You get away I with do that. that type of stuff, bro. We do that all the time. You know what I mean? I would though, no. but. I don't think no matter what I'm doing. We still twenty dollars for lunches. That's like that's max. You know what I mean? Like I'm lucky to pay twenty dollars for a a plate at you know the Spanish spot or something. But that's about the max, bro. I ain't. But yeah, but granted, so some people lifestyle just support that. I mean, if her maybe this girl that you call the begging ass hoe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe her lifestyle supports the twenty dollar lunch. Maybe she. You know, she blowing if that her on breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If her lifestyle, su- if her lifestyle, su- thank you, Cass. If her lifestyle supported it, she wouldn't be asking. Well, even in asking, <laughs> her lifestyle supports it. If you feel me, you know what? That's kind of like it's like imagine be in that work right, and you order lunch from work. You know, everybody ordered lunch for oh, you know, over there they order you know chilies or this person brought steak and that, and then next thing you know, like your food come and it's a table. A, a white, uh, you know, cloth. Nigga got the uh, silver plate on the top. You got all type of shrimp and lobster, and you just eating in front of all your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be like a $50, $150 meal type junk, bro. Like, nah, yeah, nah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's the shit I do when I know I'm about to quit because I didn't came up. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> Like you order filet me, y'all in the nah, middle. Nah, nigga, I'm gonna have a duck right in the middle of the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that nigga eating quail? Is <laughs> that shit was just weird to me, bro. I saw that and it instantly pissed me off, but it was good watching her get fried left and right by all them people, bro. I mean, some she people asked just, for it with that post. It, some it. people just so airheaded, well, Some bro. of the comments, man. You should have went on comment. I know some people said some crazy stuff. Oh, no. They was, they was letting her have it. But pretty much a lot of the same stuff that we were saying, like, bro, my favorite <clears> were the people hitting her with the this you. Like they would go through her tweets and pull up like her ordering clothes from like Shein or like her doing uh, certain types of shit. And they're like, so you mean to tell me your lunch costs more than your clothes? Oh, and <laughs> damn. <laughs> they smoking shorty boots. Hey, you make she got the like cash app in the bio too. 
It might not be in the bio, but it's on the timeline. Oh yeah, like you that's, out here. That's the worst part too. You begging and you telling niggas they not giving you enough. The whole beggars can't be yeah. choosers thing ain't even land with her. Yeah, like that's fucking crazy. That's like a a, a bum when they hang outside the windows. If you hand the niggas a couple quarters and they shoot, <laughs> I, you know what? I feel like I feel like if oh, shit. at this point, and this is how I be feeling when I go out places. I feel like there's a point that you reach as a dude who's dating in America in 2023 where you walk outside the house and when you see women, you just picture motherfuckers walking around shaking change cups. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't know where he's going with that one. That's really what like I I would love to do like a a Chappelle show style skit Uh where like you and your niggas y'all out you know what I'm saying have like the baddies in there they got the dresses on the heels the this and that and then but you got a dude who and they're like bro why you just why why you be me mugging this and that he's like bro y'all don't see what I see and then when they show from his vision oh he got a superpower like when it show from his vision vision. it's just them walking around shaking change cups looking for money out of them yeah that's that's fire though that's how I feel. Going out now, like when you out at the club where you just ah, there's a bunch of beggars. <laughs> like the club smell like poverty to me now. The the club smell like poverty is hilarious, but I mean it, it be like that. Man, it, it definitely be like that. We see what's going on. Man, um, let me tell you. You know what I'm saying? We had you know we we had a homie before who told us this story. <laughs> Reggie shooting guns today. I, I, I'm gonna let him cook tonight. He, he guns blazing. We we in this thing. We had a homie before who told us this story. This shit had me dying. You know he's he's um even though we we might not see eye to eye, we're not the coolest right now. But that's still you know that's the homie. He's a a really nice guy, especially when he talks to like women and stuff like that. Very nice to them or whatever. Complimentary this and that. Saw uh, a young lady uh, who was at the bar. She's a bartender. Not the greatest looking or whatever, but she had really nice nails. So he complimented her nails. He was like, oh, wow, your nails are really nice or whatever. He was like, oh, that's a really pretty set. And she was like, thanks. You going to buy the next one? Mm. That's crazy. That's crazy. Don't know this nigga from Adam. That's Never met the nigga before. You know how bold First, that shit is. No, you know how bummy she that like shit. That she is bummy. She, she was shaking the change. That cup. was right. shaking because she would have took the offer too. She wouldn't have hit her with a nine. I'm just playing. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't a joke. She was dead serious. That's some bold shit, dog. That is some bold shit. God bless. God bless. That's all I could say. Because there's men that support this behavior. You feel me? So that's why it's gonna continue. There's a lane for y'all. Y'all got it. You don't support that behavior? Fuck no. I would never. I, never, I would shit. never support that fuckery. Man, before we even jump into uh, the first topic, we're going to take a quick music break. Go ahead and uh, get the vibes back going, man. Let's get it. Yeah. And to all y'all fellas out there who listen to us, man, don't. I don't care how long their hand is out. Don't support these begging assholes, man. Ladies begging is not cute. Come on. 
we coming out guns blazing for season four. Let's get it, man. Shorty on her knees and she. Baby, please stop. Let's get it, let's go, let's go. Why we doing? Why we chasing? Why the bottom? Why the basement? Why we got good shit? Don't embrace it. Why the feel for the need to replace me? You're on the wrong way track from the good. I'm only painting a picture, telling where we could be at. Like the heart in a dashway shoe. You done gave it away, you had it till you took your pain. But I keep walking on, keep open doors, keep open for Let the call is yours, keep those on home. Cause I don't want to live in a broken home, girl. I'm back. Check one, two, one. Come on. Come on. right back into it let's get it so creed 3 came out finally uh anybody in here had a chance to see did it you yet? go see it i i did i made sure yeah, yeah I, knew I was I seeing it open I, night i hadn't seen it um Me I, I will see it but i hadn't seen it Gotcha, gotcha. I've heard uh, they broke a lot of records already as far as sports movies they said at this point it's the highest grossing of all time um, they said the opening night uh, almost touched 50 mil, which is like insanity because opening night means the weekend ain't even start yet. Damn, salute. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan and everybody involved in that. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, Creed is my, right now it's it's my uh, favorite franchise, you know, um, as far as a lot of movies are getting spun off into, you know, two part, three part, four yeah. part, five part, but it, for me, the Creed franchise is my favorite. So I only seen that first one. I've been I've been waiting for three for a minute. The second one is good. You know what? Man. The second one is on the second one is HBO really good. now, so I'm gonna check it out actually. Yeah. Um no spoilers at all. Just a solid movie. Just good a movie. really solid movie. Great performances by both actors. I'll say this Jonathan Majors. If you if you really wanna be like <laughs> 
blown away by the movie, watch at least one of his interviews to see like how he is in regular life. Yeah. And then watch the movie. Yo, that man, that's an actor. Like that's a real deal actor. He that's transformed himself into that character. I'm talking about from speech pattern to to accent to the way he carried himself, the way he walked, his fighting style, like the way he stood. Even like I think the parts that got me the most were the scenes where he wasn't talking. So like just watching him walk, watching him stand in a room full of other people and do certain things, like his gestures and his body language were the character. Gotcha. That's hard. Crazy. That's top that's top tier acting when, you know, display really tap into the character so yeah. yeah man yeah man so definitely big shouts out to that now of course um we're a little bit late on this story but michael b jordan went uh on the red carpet he bumped it to l'oreal they had a quick exchange of words uh pretty much l'oreal went to a high school of sort of school because it's seven through 12 I was it out. high school or middle school it was no. it's high school technically okay. but their their high school is seven through 12 uh, they had that that type of high school. Okay. Yeah. So it was like a junior senior high school type situation. Junior yeah. high, junior high to regular high. Yeah, all in one building. I got gotcha. you. But um, but yeah. So she went to school with him. So did Dominique the Diva, and they were on a podcast where they were having a conversation about Michael B. And Dominique the Diva called him corny, and L'Oreal um, kind of added on to the story. Explaining that they used to make fun of him because of his name, of course, being Michael Jordan yeah. and being a dude that wasn't hooping, that wasn't really doing like yeah. the things that you would normally expect of a, of a New Jersey teenager or whatever. He was yeah. the guy walking around with his headshots at the time. Um, he got his role on the wire, but he also was the guy who was like, you know, the the soap opera kid. He had done a whole bunch of soap operas and stuff like that. He wasn't just the average teen, and. They called him corny at the time. They used to make fun of him, apparently. The girls did. Now, Michael B. brought it up uh, on the red carpet when L'Oreal was like, oh, yeah, you know, we went to high school together, this and that. He was like, yeah, I was the corny kid, remember? Yeah, that was funny. That was so funny. <laughs> A lot of people had their uh, things to say about it. Majority of people felt the same way, which is, you know, hey, he got the last laugh and that was his moment to get the last laugh. There were other people who felt like he shouldn't have said anything and he should have just... Left it alone. How do y'all feel? Freak that man. You gotta. He didn't. He didn't overdo it. You know what I mean. But shit, who knows? I probably would have overdid it. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Who, I get conflicted. Like in moments like that, I want to turn up and talk my shit, but I would have probably kept it in because I also have. For me, knowing that I can is enough. Like it, knowing I, that I know <laughs> and you know. It's nah, enough for me. Yeah. Especially when you nah, especially when you take it back to high school, like that's when shit yeah. counted. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? If it was just some motherfucker that used to be your coworkers, like man, all right, fuck, yeah. whatever. But nigga, high school, nigga. It like, depends on the person. I'm just saying like for the me. beginning of yeah. all street cred and rep, like you're becoming I'm, who you are. Yeah, man. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they you know how much that nigga probably Putting had to go through during that point. Corny? Cause they yeah, corny. Man. Yeah. That's like you that's like a nigga in high school just getting his ass beat all through high school and then he come out of high school and this nigga fight. MMA or something like that, man. You gonna whip some ass, man. <laughs> no, most definitely, most definitely. I get that, and that's what for me though. For me though, I'm just judging off of how I've handled things in the past. I went through phases. Like I was somebody who in high school, I shit was great for me in high school, but shit wasn't great for me in middle school. 
like I was one of those kids who went through like a growth spurt and that changed like damn near everything, how I was viewed, mm-hmm. how I was treated and all of that just instantly changed. Mm-hmm. In middle school, I definitely went through some bullshit, got beat up, dealt with a whole bunch of like random shit or whatever. Then you turn around and you grow six, seven inches over winter break and you come back looking completely like a, a grown ass man in school. Life is a lot different. Girls start looking at you different. Now, all of a sudden, the dude who was towering over you, you looking down at him and you like, yeah, I remember what you did a few months ago was good. (laughs) So I like when I was younger. Yeah. Thirty two year old me is is in a lot different of a space. So that's why I I understood why he didn't like fry her like he could have fried her like he he mentioned it, but he left it be. Joe Budden had his, you know, perspective on it when yeah. he said it was corny. He shouldn't have said anything. Of course, internet tore his ass up. That was certain people just got to leave certain conversations alone. That was one of them. Uh, they tore him up. About oh, his take they, on it. Yeah, they let Joe have it. Now, Dominique the Diva, she went out and um, she supported L'Oreal. She went on her story and explained. Yeah. Technically, L'Oreal wasn't the one who used the word corny. Dominique was, and she doubled down on it. And her reasoning was she said that any black man that dates white women is corny and that's what she posted in her story oh here we go here's what i know what she was doing she was trying to dog whistle and get like all the black women to like support her yep. and turn on him like that's what she was doing she was hey. trying to do the whole like she had to fight She's like, fuck a fair one. <laughs> I got like, it. that's the equivalent of throwing dirt in somebody's eye when you be like, yeah, but he don't date black women. Like, right. you just want the whole crowd to turn on him. That shit did not work. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I, and I don't think that's a fair assessment to, to again, call anybody that's dating outside of their race corny. If that's your sole reason for making no corny, that's corny. What is corny to you? Um, For one... She didn't call out. <laughs> corny. Then you just call what's his name when the Celtics corny. <laughs> I did, and don't say his name because you know, <laughs> I'm sure if I end up in this city, he might not. You know, fuck that nigga though. Anyway, niggas. <laughs> but no, like what? But, is, what is your definition? But <clears throat> niggas be handing out that word so liberally. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know because truthfully, everybody's. Everybody corny to somebody in, in some kind of way. So I guess like that's just such corny. a cop out. But that's well, like if I ask damn, you what's ugly, answer? if I ask you what's the definition of ugly, and you be like everybody ugly to somebody, nigga, tell it's me, true. What, tell me what the word mean though. It's true because um, what do I guess you want to know what I think of like what do I, what makes you corny as far as gen pop? Like what's the like, definition right, when cool. you hear somebody gen get pop. called gen pop non cool to me like non whatever's other than what's what's popular like okay if everybody's a, a carbon copy of inserts rapper's name and you're the one that does something different you're you're like you're in the anime you're not into what every the street shit the, the the bmf shit or whatever like that's considered corny to some people for example you're not on what everybody else thinks is cool or you like you do something to me doing something different than what somebody else would do is a why why people will call you corny, whatever that is. To why? Because you're not following I mean, the trend. Like, like to me, it, to I me, yeah. If you're not like, a follower in your own way, like, yeah, I would just say that would. I mean, to I me, feel like, like what you're trying to like a basically is a corny person that it does not fit is trying to 
basically make themselves fit like you know what be I mean? Some, it's like so they they lacking they lacking they lacking a, a certain creativity to start what? a trend. What? So they kind of try to be a part of a trend, and they try so hard. But they're the point failing, where it's like, right? But they're what? failing. Well, see, and, the thing is, and it's I, corny for you to try to do that when you could just start your own. You know the, what I mean? the thing that happens because if we look at the people who've been called corny throughout time, right? If you take yourself back to high school, back to middle school, or whatever, and you lump all the people who've been called corny together. Usually that's it. It's whatever it is that they believe is the fit, right? Like yeah. let's say that because there's different types of fits. You could be a jock, you could be a musician, you could be all these different things. But if you don't fit in to these categories, the misfits are usually seen as corny. That's all. Mm-hmm. I, that's all I was saying in my own way, for sure. And the wild part about it is, it starts with that, and then it just spreads. Because it starts with just people who don't fit. But when you think about it, there's so many different types of people on the planet right. that tons of people are but, not going to fit into these things. Mm-hmm. And also the goalpost has been moved with the word. And that's why I said it's like so subjective at this point, because also with, with corny now, there's guys who the the street guy, the character who who was popular and never seen as corny because they into the street mode and, and that that gangster mode does corny shit. Or whatever. Now they're even being called out for being corny, like you, for for certain things they do. But I remember that that wasn't a thing for for the, the the gangsters per se, the popular thugs per se that fit that street mode weren't called corny, no matter how much corny shit they did. But now today they are. So but I mean, even you know in that saying? case, that still falls under under the same thing because whatever is the reason that they're being yeah. called corny is something that they're failing at. Nine times out of ten, like corny has an attachment to failure. I'll give you a, a multitude of examples of where failure comes in. When they say some dude is corny and they're talking about dating, that means nine times out of ten, he's failing when it comes to dating women. Right. Or he's failing to evoke whatever emotion that he wants to evoke out of women. Because there's some people who are successful with women, but they'll still call him corny. And the reason of that is like he's failing to fit whatever mold that women naturally want. Gotcha. So usually with corny there's like this weird addendum of failure that gets like lumped right on in a good example of um a good example of corny when people talk about certain artists they're like oh his music is corny it might be popular it might be certain types of things when it comes to like selling right yeah but them calling it corny means there's some sort of cheesy aspect to it there's Mm -hmm. something about it that lacks edge there's something about it that lacks some sort of formidable uh for formidable nature like as far as being being something tough being something with a a stronger facade yeah i mean i think i think corny could be over like kind of described as overdoing something too as well you know people try too hard yeah you're trying way too hard and And with that it's very but but you know but if you're trying too hard right nine times out of ten the reason why they're calling you corny is because what you're trying too hard and you are failing failing. yeah i i think like there's a correlation with that that i won't that i won't disagree with for sure but there's so many variables to, to to corny now that that's why you know i i don't stomp down on anything like with being corny my i'll say what my standards are is different than yours but mine isn't matter of fact just like yours is so i'm not gonna knock somebody for calling somebody corny no i'm saying thrown around so much like as long as you don't fit into somebody's standard of what they think you should be then you're corny you know what i'm saying like 
I, I agree with everything you said beforehand before, but now it's like, it's just a word that's just thrown around. You know what I mean? Cause I don't agree with what you're saying or what you're doing. You're corny. You know? Right. So like, but then again, that also brings us to the reason why a lot of words get thrown around and misconstrued today is because definitions don't mean anything today. If you listen to even the way that we talk to each other, mm. people will say things. Well, like, let's say somebody will use a word and then you'll post a definition. They'll be like, well, that person's corny to me. And then that's it. They'll just leave it at that. Like, yeah. if I have the opinion that this is how the word is used then my opinion is good enough and fuck the definition, you know, f- right. fuck societal convention. That's just what it is. I said what I said, like, that's just how it's going to be. I think that's how we end up with words like corny words, like mm. uh simp words. Like there's so many simp. words that are like words, like words, like words, like whole, like words, like whole don't have a definition ho. anymore. Words like there's so many words that get so abused and Stop. overused that like over time you call so many different people that same word that don't have nothing to do to do with each other that it just gets muddled it don't mean anything anymore right that makes sense but yeah man um big shouts out to him though definitely he got the last laugh yeah i feel like as somebody who has you know encountered early life bullying i get where that like that deep down that need to lash back out and that need to get your get back. Like, I get where that comes from. I'm just glad that he didn't do anything too crazy. Yeah, he, he didn't just kept violate. It, he, yeah, he didn't violate. He kept it. He let her know that he knew. And he still gave her the uh, interview. He still was gracious. He still played around with her. He still gave her the, like, he gave her every answer to every question and left it alone. She tried to throw her petty little swing at the end, which uh, I like how Charlamagne the guy kind of called her out on that. Because of all people, you know, Charlamagne gets ran up on about things that he says all the time. So as somebody who's like a pro at dealing with that, he was like, you can't tell somebody that wasn't me. I don't stand by that. And then try to throw a jab when they're walking away. He was like, that's not cool. Now, that's corny. As far as like radio wise, as far Mm -hmm. as interviewing somebody or even podcast wise, you can't throw a jab at somebody while they're walking away. But like when they're in front of you, you was copping the plea. That's crazy. Correct. That's nuts. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting how you uh, said, like, how words just don't have meaning. the same meaning anymore. It used to be, mm-hmm. like, specific for certain things. But now, that's why I think I like the word motherfucker. Because that shit could pertain to anything. <laughs> <laughs> it could be any of, one, any of the motherfuckers. We don't know what you talking about. The hoes, the thots, the niggas, the bitches. These motherfuckers. motherfuckers. Them motherfuckers. The motherfuckers. Right. This motherfucker. <laughs> that every, motherfucker. Every word is turned into the word motherfucker. That's hilarious. So, random topics that we've kind of missed out on, and I, I kind of see okay. things that popped up. Okay. So, Shoot. the Tennessee cop, Megan Hall, did y'all hear the story about what happened in Tennessee? Um, are you talking That's about the one that got ran through, shorty right? that got plowed? That motherfucker. No, that- <laughs> <laughs> I heard about her and was like, yo. For those who don't know the story, Megan Hall is a police officer. And she well, was, excuse me, a police officer in Tennessee. She was involved in a scandal where six of her coworkers were all caught having sex with her. Now, 
there were different situations. Sometimes she would have individual situations with different ones of them. Sometimes they would have group situations where they would all, you know, sleep with her at the same time. These things would happen on the clock, off the clock, on special assignment, at uh, different locations. I actually have a list here where they were um, talking about the different... (laughs) I have a list here where uh, they talked about the different infractions that her and those other cops uh, committed. Now, one one of the things that happened, apparently there was a police officer that um his wife she found out that his wife is bisexual and he set up a she situation she set up a situation where she made out with the the police officer's wife at a company party so this was with like oh, man. this some cult shit other police officers there then they they uh confiscated of course their devices and stuff like that went through their phones went through their records sent a number of explicit pictures to like different ones of her coworkers and stuff like that. Pictures, videos, all types of stuff. They got caught having sex on duty um, within like actual, the, the police premises as well as in the cars. Um, there was a, a house party, hot tub situation oh, with multiple officers and her. There was a football <laughs> party, apparently even an NFL game where at the NFL game where they were supposed to be doing security work, yeah, they were securing her. Oh, shit. Wee, 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 Damn. Wee, now, after all of this happened, wee, wee. all of the males that were involved got fired. And her, as the sole woman who was involved, she got fired as well. Now, because of how, you know, why the news spread, them showing her face, her, her name being out and things of that nature, she's suing the uh, police department. And she's saying that, Technically, yes, she participated, but she participated under duress that she was groomed into performing these sex acts because one of the guys that were involved in the situation is her superior and that she said no to him multiple times. But he threatened her with being ostracized. Oh, nobody's going to like you anymore. If you stop doing these things, everybody's going to turn their back on you, things of that nature. So she felt like she was stuck performing all these acts with these men in order to just keep her job the way that it's going now. Um, wow. I saw that shit. Now that you're now that I know what you're referring to. Yeah, I saw that where she said she said no. Um, You know, I know it's Women's History Month and she kind of had her own little history for sure. Getting ran through and all that. Um, I don't know how to feel. It's fucked up to say it like that, but like you wanted to be a cop that fucking bad, like that's that's but, that's my first you know, set stop of stop playing and keep like, it serious, like Ludacris I, would say. Use a hoe. Hey, no, no. Oh, hey, she was getting ran through. She had a husband on, and man. everything. You feel me? You, you but, got how much dignity you got to have the motherfucker get that shit popping at the goddamn. The football game, the children's daycare, nigga, the 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 the, the squad <laughs> car smelling like tuna fish. Nigga, you supposed to be over there doing cross what they call them things where where you like let the children's cross the street and shit, and you in the bushes getting your back broke. Nigga, that come on, man, come on, man. What kind of officer is you? What kind of officer is you? Oh no, he did. No, wow. Now listen, <clears throat> I feel like. I've seen I've I've seen a lot. When you look at when you look at situations like this, there's a difference between 
if she was dealing with just the superior. Right. And he was like, you do this or you lose your job. Then, right. Yeah, throw him, throw, him, throw him in jail, lock right, away, right. you know, lock away the key and all of that. But you wasn't doing that. You was getting your fucking boots smoked by the squad. I wonder who she told no. Nobody. You said what? I said I wonder who she told no that. And I said nobody. <laughs> she told one person no. And then oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm putting all these pictures out. That's how I see it. That's how I I thought about it. I was like, it was some guy that got told no. He was probably oh, corny. Man. She was like, "Nah, not you." Yeah. And then they just turned. They <laughs> he that took all sick. the inv- all the information and went straight to the boss and was like, yeah. "Look, look what they doing." Bang, man. And she's married, right? That's oh, the yeah. worst part, man. Oh man, her husband forgave her though. He's still with her. He's still what? hanging by her. What? He Amish? What? I don't know what he got going on, but. You said Amish. <laughs> what? The? You said she was on Rump Springer. <laughs> he clearly don't care to be outside like that. He's like, you got, you can have all outside you want, baby. I'm gonna stay my ass home. And nah, that, that's crazy. Okay, so looking at both sides, right? Hypothetically, is it possible that she's telling the truth? It is possible. It's always possible. It's very possible, and especially it's, to you know change it, change tone a little bit. Mm-hmm. I will say this. And this is me assuming. Let's let's put the hat on of everything she's saying is true. Police officers, just like the military, have a crazy history when it comes to women and treatment of women. And if we think back, the stories that we had not too long ago as far as like military treatment of women and, you know, the young lady that got uh, she went missing and they ended up finding her body and all these different things. When you look at how deep that paper trail went, how many people were aware of what she was going through, how many people were aware of other women? Because remember, when they went looking for her yeah. at first, they didn't find her. But you remember what they found? Bodies of women everywhere. Yeah, there was a like paper trail of like, you know, women's bodies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. When that military dude was like a like serial killer or there was yeah. something what well, there was things going with I don't want to say the wrong military branches cause I got friends and it was and a all branch. That, but it was there a was branch. there was there was branches where they was finding them out there, finding bodies and stuff out there of of women being harmed and sh- and stuff. Yeah. So, so I definitely want to be careful on how, you know, we, of course there's the funny aspect cuz at the right. end of the day I don't give a we, fuck what nobody we, say. Running a train will always be fun. We like the idea of mm-hmm. of a train being ran on anybody cuz in my mind I just picture Shorty in the middle like a rotisserie chicken getting spun. What the- <laughs> yeah, he's in with the app, the shit, or a pig chicken. with the apple in her mouth. Yeah. yeah, like you ever seen? You ever seen when they got the rotisserie chicken on the thing and it's just rotating? Yeah, that that's that was homie's wife right there, just rotating at work. Technically, mm. as many <laughs> niggas as she, you know, smashed, she was getting porked. <laughs> All right, you on time out? We gonna mute your mic for the next five minutes, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she on timeout. But timeout. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the new thing this season, by the way. Yeah, so yeah. He, he's on timeout. He's on timeout for five minutes. They can't hear you, bro. Now, yeah. What I was saying though, um, when it comes to those type of environments, police environments, military environments, things of that nature, their treatment of women is so disgusting that I don't put anything past them. And I'll say this, especially male dominated work environments, environments where they 
look at a woman's opinion and affinity and ability as less than like police anything that's really you know a testosterone driven field so so uh police work officer work sports work things of that nature i will always have that natural inclination to side eye where y'all niggas are the type of niggas that would be doing some bullshit like what she said and how she said it was i don't want to accuse these men of rape that's what she said she said i'm not trying to say they did that what i am saying is there were times that i said no and i was told and i was told that i would be ostracized i was to, i was told that i would be treated differently i was told that the environment would be less welcoming to me if i changed my behavior that sa- that sounds super plausible because especially think about how think about how wild dudes are when they when they that door hasn't been open right so let's say you know she's the only woman working in that department she come in there Dudes is already making the jokes, saying things, this and that, da 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 da. That's how women are treated before anything like that. We've all seen those weird guys that, let's say, a woman gives him a smile, she dances with him at the club, and now the motherfucker want to follow her around for the rest of the night, or she accepts the drink, they have the quick conversation. Now this nigga think that they married, and that's that's his girl for the rest of the night. Imagine how attached a guy is gonna be. After sleeping with a woman, not just sleeping with her multiple times and knowing that all these other guys are sleeping with her, too. That means in their mind, nine times out of ten, this is all me making an assumption, but I can see the value of her humanity being low in their mind because they're like, man, she she's a bop. She's a this. She's a that. Like she is about that. So the idea is if I run up on her, she ready. Now, imagine if you have a history with this person, you come up to him. And you come up to him and you say, hey, you know, let's da 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 da. You try to set it up. You try to, you know, invite her to whatever. And this time, she's not with it. This time, she feels like, this time she feels like, you know, she's not in the mood today. She's not feeling it. You might be looking off. It might be just whatever it is. Just today is a nah for her. The entitlement that's going to come out. When he hear that, no, it's gonna it's, be some scary ass shit. Yeah, for sure. And that, and it's we, and it's scarier when you already have a sexual history. Yeah, no doubt about it. And in that aspect of it, I won't knock it. Like you know, men abuse their authority. Men abuse it when they don't have authority. And shit like that. Men Especially abuse like history. Men, men abuse history, like those type of things. Oh, she let me hit before. She, What's different about today? Correct. Oh, he is gonna feel that entitlement of like, oh no, you you supposed to do this, and then it could turn into that. I won't rule that out if we like, you know, we moving away from jokes and stuff like that. It's just a head scratcher to me though, cause like, you know, what is Shorty's IQ or something like that? Like, was she, was her life threatened or things like that? These are the things that I would be on a serious tip now because what makes you, what would be make you a grown ass woman, but what would be making you go to work? going back I mean, to your husband and being in rotation for trains on the, all the fucking time. I don't think her life was being threatened because that's not what she's saying. Right. What she's saying I know, is... I said I wondered. Uh, yeah, no, I, I get saying, that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But what she's alleging is the whoever the person was that was threatening her was saying that they would make her, life da- al- her day-to-day uncomfortable. Like, nobody's going to want to speak to you. Nobody's going to want to deal with you. We're going to give you the cold shoulder type of, like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? That's going to affect your living. So I think that's bad enough. And that's enough to 
to be able to sue to me. That's enough to be able to sue. Well, I was just saying, was just what would make you like, do maybe, that, you know though? What I'm saying? Maybe she was just a player. Why we got to look at I mean, you don't have to look at it like, well, she was the whole. Maybe she was the player. She was the she, player getting you know ran I mean? through. She was bragging. She was grabbing and sleeping, whatever do she wanted to sleep. But that's, she, I, she we're, we're going power. off of her lawsuit. I know. Chef. I know. I'm just saying, though. I mean, she has a lawsuit. Well, that, so like, I was just saying, <laughs> I, We ain't got to call her a hoe. You know what I mean? I didn't call her none of that. I called her a victim. Right. And she's saying she's a victim, and we're trying to justify her being you know a potential victim yeah like that's that to me that ain't i ain't never heard of a of a player turn around and try to sue the girls but that's what i'm move that's that's, <laughs> that's a player's move all right that's a pimp in distress and you're muted yep <clears throat> all right so chef is muted for the next five minutes yeah that's that's just what we do i like for. this mute i like this mute button <laughs> so Looking at looking at the the situation, though, especially with the Me Too era, with the, with the type of era that we're in, yeah. we're more aware now of weirdo, creepy behavior. And I will say this: this reminds me of the not me guy. Y'all remember when, let's say, there's a certain type of girl in the neighborhood who would do certain things mad freely, whether it's you know she going around giving head, she's sleeping with whatever this and that, or even there's certain groups of guys where a girl could be just attracted to the group. She's not attracted to just one guy. She's just whoever it is in the group that that you know she has moments with she from time to game. time or whatever. But there's usually one or two guys where she like, no, not you. I've seen the reaction of the no, not you guy and seeing the the way that they feel away and then now when she's not there the moment that she's not there all of a sudden she's all types of bitches and hoes she's all types of that dirty bitch but especially because he feels it's like a a different type of l when you feel like everybody else is qualified for something or everybody else she's looking at them like these are the guys that i approve of but now you're rejecting me there's this like thing that comes out of that rejection yeah. where they become the weirdest, yeah. nastiest seen, gremlin of a guy. I seen some crazy shit. So he, you, you right about that. I seen some crazy shit. Like one time, me and me and my brother was at the spot at the dorm, and um, we there was this there was this chick right. I'm I'm not on there's mute. There's this chick right. There's you still this, got there's, two more minutes. Yeah, <laughs> There's this, there's this chick that will remain nameless. She was nice though, right? And whatever, we was about to, you know, it was that type of vibe. You feel me? Whatever. Yeah. She was fucking with us. Somebody else came through and was upset. Somebody else came through, fucked up the whole thing. <laughs> this nigga had a bottle in his How hand. How did he fuck She's, it up? He he was just like, oh, so like he even threw, he knew niggas and threw shots at niggas and was like, oh, so you fucking with these niggas now? Like, like I can't remember word for word because it was so long ago, but he was just so out of it. And he wouldn't leave, though. Like, he <laughs> at, he knew what was up at this point. I think niggas was doing the ball justice dance, trying to, you know, get a pop with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm joking about that. But either way, he at that weirdo behavior was he knew he he was mad. He was he was really mad, and who knows if we if we weren't there, who knows how he would have treated her because he was really like drunk and tripping. Mm-hmm. That so, was a real thing that happened. That's all. And those types of situations. Yeah. As a man, those types of situations, they they have you looking at other guys differently. And it also, it's like a moment of clarity for you. It should serve <laughs> as a moment of clarity for you. Because you realize, just like you said, in your mind for that split second, you're like, imagine if we weren't here. That would mean that he wouldn't, 
Because you say he was throwing shade he, at y'all. He, nah, Imagine if y'all weren't mm-hmm. there for him to throw that shade at. So who's that anger and all of that vitriol going to go towards? Like, that's going to be her. She's just going to have to deal with that. Yeah, that could have went bad. So I'm saying I could I could see that for sure because it, just seeing that shit live and direct, we see, again, homie was in his feelings and was like, he wasn't aggressive, but again, it's because two other men were there. So he we was, don't know. He was being sassy. Correct. He was being sassy was, and negative. You know what we call that? Corny. <laughs> it was one of those moments. Corny. I've seen I've seen a guy purposefully tank an entire evening because he wasn't getting attention before. Like I'm talking I'm about, worst, bro. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about slow. everybody. Everybody is Lincoln. You see, like every guy kind of found a random counterpart, and you know those moments where a whole group of women went out, whole group of guys went out. Somehow these two groups meet each other, and everybody has somebody that they like, so everything is going well except for that one guy. Ooh. The one dude who's not having a good night is going to drag the entire evening to hell if he can. Or sometimes it's a woman because you see that, you know, that one grenade friend who she's not having a good night. No guy wants her from that group. So now she is dragging the night. She's raising hell. Uh Don't talk to my friend. Girl, it's not getting late. I'm tired. I'm hungry. Bitch, you look hungry. You like, ain't ready to go. <laughs> now nah, that's a real thing. Girl, these niggas corny anyway. Right. No, you just not baggable. <laughs> not baggable. <laughs> that's... And, and dudes do it too, though. You'll see it like, you know, where a dude a uh, uh, bomb the whole night and, and mess it up for everybody, which is now... That's where I'll use the term corny. That's that's corny behavior. Okay, boom. It's tonight's not your night. You don't gotta fuck it up for everybody else. It's okay. Yeah, but that's how you end up in situations like this. Like I think Chef's uh theory that like all of this can be traced back to at least one person who felt either slighted, turned down, whatever. All it takes is one person's ego to get hit and they will drag everyone's career, they'll drag everyone's life to the brink. Over just that little rejection But I'll, I'll say this I hope justice is served Whichever way You know True justice is If she really was a victim And this is how it went Which is not hard to imagine To be honest I think her attorney Could easily sell this to a jury I'll just say I, 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 I If it, she's not lying Cool But it's I think this is easy To sell to a jury Because I'll say this All she gotta do Is provide proof And I Something tells me These, these niggas ain't smart Because all she got to do, imagine she got text messages, she got emails, she got whatever. If she has anything concrete that this, says she said it's no, over. Hey, y'all might get it is over. She's gonna they be running. You watch, she's gonna be on Pelican Bay That'd be, fucking with me. That'd be crazy. Fuck they all get fired except for her. I mean, they're all fired right now, but she's just suing the department. She could get her job back, though. <clears throat> she could get a different right, job, she right. could get somewhere else. But I'll say this even if. There's not a message of her explicitly saying the words no. If there's any messages of them threatening her, right? Oh, you better not such and such. We can make things real awkward for you in the office. Any of that like corny bullshit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's oh, the whole department gonna have to pay. They're gonna have to fork that check over, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know, I know we don't gonna get off of this, but then I'll just say like, I just wonder where like accountability would come in. Maybe she was scared for her life and things like that. But it's just, I she's think a, that she's is accountability, woman. though. She's a woman. She's an adult that was consenting to trains. 
possibly, possibly, possibly. But I'll say this: if her consent, that's not against your will. If her consent was based off of a threat, that's different. That's different. <laughs> so, but all you got to do is threaten her once, and I'll say this: even if let's say she has repeated behavior, let, listen to me. This is about to this this will easily clarify. Once. This will clarify. Let's say hypothetically, I'm gonna use numbers right now, right? Even if she had sex with them 20 times, all you have to do is threaten the person once. If I threaten your life, right, and I tell you, okay, I'm doing something illegal, your job, you work customs, so your your job is to check trucks. Mm-hmm. I threaten your life one time. I threaten your job one time and tell you, hey, if you don't turn your neck every time you see the truck with my logo on it, I'm going to do X, insert the blank here. Do I have to threaten you again or you think you're going to let the next 20 trucks ride? You think I got to show up to you every every job shift and keep reminding you that you got to do this? You, you got a point. So that's what I'm I, saying with the whole repeated behavior don't matter. If they can prove that at any point they threaten her, that they, threat stands forever, bro. They got something, I, I guess. It's just, yeah, they got something, I guess. We'll see. That's more than I guess. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. once you threaten somebody one time, yeah, that's that's something where they could use it. But I'm just saying, like I just wonder if I'm a judge at least. I'm like, well, I know that's one threat, but if this has been going on for years, where's your accountability of like providing stuff for a case other than just this one little piece? Like, wouldn't you think somebody who, if somebody's dealing with that, don't you think they would? Put more into building a case for why? Why wait? Why wait till shit hits the fan where it's exposed? I'll tell you why. The threat. You. It all goes back to the threat. The same but situation what, I gave you. Same mm-hmm. situation I gave you. Right. If you believe me, because that's all you have to do with a threat. All you got to do is believe that I can do whatever it is that I'm saying I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, my threat to you is that I'll make your job difficult if you don't turn your head whenever these trucks are coming in and for the inspection. So let's say for an entire year, you don't expect, you don't inspect uh, those trucks with my logo on them. Then eventually it comes out that we're running a whole underground thing. We all get fired. I get fired. You get fired along with me, right? You go back to the uh, department and you tell them, Hey, you left this guy in charge of me. And this guy was threatening me. That's why I did that. So I'm suing you guys because you guys are the ones who made him my boss. And this guy was threatening me. You think you got a case? Yes. You definitely got a case. You can. And that dude didn't have to threaten you more than once. Because guess what? The threat still stands. The nigga's still breathing. You're in the same job. Nothing changed. Yeah. Fair enough. That's, That's real. You know what I'm saying? Just hopefully she wasn't, you know, forcefully, you know, raped or those type of things are just I'm side-eyeing for now until everything come out if I care to pay attention to it anymore because she was grown and made decisions to continue to fuck. You feel me? Man. And she said out her mouth it wasn't rape, so that's why I side-eyed. But that's the thing. Coercion may not be rape, but it's still coercion. It's still, it's still I hear illegal, you. bro. I hear you. That's why I say this. I, I, illegal let's, is Let's illegal. wait to see that everything come out because I don't want to, you know, go in if... You know, she was harmed or any kind of way, you feel me? Yeah. On the respectful side of shit. Yeah, man. But, uh, you know, hopefully they get to the bottom of that. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, it won't be hard for them to get to the bottom of that because it seems like 
as far as evidence goes, she was able to turn in whatever it was for her to turn in to get that attorney to take that case. Yeah. I know her attorney is ready. That man is in a good position, bro. That's an easy case to win. Easy case to win. Because all you need is that verbal proof. One threat is enough to, to get the, the settlement. Yeah. If they got something concrete, I guess. They they all fucked at the end of the day. <laughs> Literally on both sides <laughs> of this thing. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. You lucky I don't mute your ass a second time. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> now next week, of course, we plan to drop our full music episode where we do a like a recap of January to today. But there's been a few like t- random music stories that have stood out to me that I do want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So first things first, Drake is saying that he's nearing the end of his career. And he is looking to bow out gracefully. He wants to make sure that um, his end is something that is deserving of his legacy. How do y'all feel about the concept of, quote unquote, bowing out gracefully in general when it comes to hip hop? Do you think a do you think it's a possible thing? And B, what could Drake do to cement his legacy further than what he's already done? Um. It's possible to bow gracefully. It's just it seems like most of the greats that say they'll walk away always find a way back one way or the other. We even got a whole verse, you know what I'm saying, um, for him step, even though he never really officially retired. But a lot there has been times where guys had said they were they were done and and are coming back. Sorry that I'm drawing a blank on who those rappers are, but we know them. I mean, Jay-Z's you know Jay-Z Z one. Jay-Z would be one of them, but there's others other than Jay-Z that just... Whatever, but 50? 50's one because 50's about to come back, actually. Um, did, did G Herbo retire? No. Oh, God, because we need to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, have, I have nothing but positive things to say. Um, and we're going to continue. But, um, so yeah, it's, it's possible for the bow out graceful. Um, and what was your other question, Reggie? Help me just, what was the other part like of that question? What, what could he do to cement his legacy? What hasn't he done that he could do? Um, I think if he dropped two two more, like, classics, like, he don't need any more, truthfully. Um, and he even just came out, it's crazy to say that, we just so spoiled because this nigga's so fired. Like, he just dropped, her loss is like a classic in its own little way, and... It, honestly, never mind. Maybe a classic if you're in alternative music, but anyway, um, if he did a full length rap album where it's just all bars, him just punching, kicking his shit, talking his shit, and then and, and it's all fire, and then maybe some heavy hitter producers other than Forty on it potentially on that, and then maybe a full length R and B like uh like go back to the so far gone days, even though that wasn't full length, but it pretty much was. Um, and full length R and B. I think those that could cement it. If you're asking me as a fan, and you know who would be like perfect to produce that album for him? Who? Toy Lanes. That'd have been from crazy. jail? No, I'm just saying like <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a different universe, in a different universe, in a different universe. The metaverse like, for him to like collab with this Toy Lanes. And, and, and I think the album should be like a solo album. Like I don't think Toy Lanes should be on it, but I'm thinking like <laughs> if, like Toy Lanes produced it would be fire. Like. From the oh sample pick-in, from the R&B joints, like, I think it would be hard. This, this nigga <laughs> said Tory gonna produce that shit for the metaverse. I'm rolling. <laughs> I just said, bro. That should be hard, bro. That would be a perfect album. Uh, that would be a perfect yeah. album for Drake, bro. But 
That's that's what I think. And or another thing I would like to get it off while I'm thinking about it, since we on it now, a full length collab with um somebody who raps like as good as him. Like you know what I'm saying? That's like, what I was like, just said basically. Well no no no, 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 no you no. didn't. No, you didn't. But that's what I was just trying to say. No, basically. he's he's talking about an actual collab project, kinda like what he did oh, with wait, um, twenty one or oh, with yeah, future. But with nah. a better rapper. If you going now, he said with a tire, it's gotta be yours. He said with a better rapper. Nah. Well, I mean this wouldn't uh, be better standing ovation. You gotta like But you also gotta understand this is not his last project. What what we're talking about is what projects plural that he can put in that would stamp his career. I think that's a good give idea. Give us the oh, Ross. Okay. So give not, us the Ross finally. His la- it's not his last project. It's just project building up to his his Correct. His yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So oh, so I'm these are my three wrong. stomp down and we could carry on with that, but I think if he was to give us that him and Ross or him and insert's name of a of a bar heavy guy if it's if it's J. Cole, if they cool like they say they is type shit. Um or um a heavily a, a produced a heavily produced with the heavy hitters type of album that's just him just straight rapping, none of that singing, just straight rapping. And then like I said, a R and B full length project, just straight R and B and also him maybe doing other things other than just his forty shit. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's not going. I don't know. I, don't I think, think that, that really adds it, on it, to the. I legacy. think it, it would because nice. he's never done it. He literally hasn't. He he's never to, done though. it. I mean, he, he doesn't need, need to, to. But you asked the question. Yeah, but the question is, what hasn't he done? So that would add to his legacy because so. anything else that we say he's done already. So you're not adding anything new. So what do you think? Who me? The answer to that question. Think. I'm about to say he needs to be. Start acting again or something, you know what I mean? Like that'll do nothing. We, we for keep his music. we we keeping it at music, okay, fam. Okay, okay, yeah, that would do nothing for his music career. Absolutely nothing. Even a revised Degrassi. Uh, not even if it's like a music video. Maybe he become more theatrical during during like his his music videos or something. something I mean, crazy. he's already done that. Mm. He acted in No Guidance. He acted in the last video. He, uh, he, he the got tw- the twenty the spin about you. Yeah, yeah. I'll say this. I'll agree with Sheen with the rap album. I think I would love a a soul sample tape from Drake. Like a tape where we're getting I would love a LL style EP from Drake. And when I say LL style EP, I don't know if you guys remember songs like you know, um, Roundaway Girl records yes. like, um, like Hey, hey Lover, Lover. Hey. like records like that, but with Drake verses would be amazing. Because when I think of what's my favorite Drake verse of the past, let's say two to three years, right? Mm-hmm. If I were to think of the 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 verse that at the end of it, I was like, my God, like this is a guy who. He just did something that I, I'm not getting from anybody else. Yeah. It would be a song. Hmm. It would be a song like Wasting Time. I think songs like Wasting Time, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember the record, but. I think songs like this not only show his diversity, but they show his ability to like craft a relationship in front of you and and make it like a movie like you feel like you were involved in the argument that happened right before the song started i'm gonna fast forward over to his drake uh drake verse 
Reggie Days Radio. Yeah. yeah. The 10,000 building, get your ass in an apartment, put you inside a G-Class, that's just a starter kit. Plenty things got in life, but none of them is a thought of it. New piece around my neck, his chess games, cause shorty stay with calculated moves like Beth Harmon. Swear I'm more purple rain prince than Prince Charming. Like, when I get verses like those, I feel like he reminds you that he's the only nigga you're gonna get this from. Cause before him we were you know, we had Budden. Before Budden we had LL. But like outside of him, we're not getting this level of vulnerability, this exact style, this exact story. We're not getting this from any other current art artist that I could think of right now. Like Kendrick will give it to you in a We Cry Together, right? Yeah. But this nah. It's track. This track definitely one of those Hearing me out for once would require yeah. that you actually listen Bro when I heard that I wanted to call a chick that I hated Just to hang up <laughs> I feel that I feel that So going back to what you said bro <laughs> I feel like that album would have to be An album with Wayne bro It would have to be a joint album with Wayne I would love that like would most of That us. would do it Him and Wayne That would be great him and Wayne, that would I, be amazing. I would prefer a tape from them though. I would album. like a I would like a mixtape because it, it it'll get too industry like if they did a, a album album. Yeah. But if they do a tape where they just getting their shit off, that was those classic young money days when they was just going on other people's shit, going stupid. I like, was gonna say getting ransom and getting a tape oh my God. of Drake on other people's beats would be very interesting. He used to do it. I oh I, I I remember. No, I, of course. I remember. But, but at that time, remember, sample clearances, life correct, was different. Correct. It was different. That was she the mixtape era of life. But getting something like that today with like today's Drake would be something that I feel like would elevate his career. Yeah, that that could be hard. And then, like I said, just maybe some a couple of more collab tapes, like doing collabs like. The unexpected collab with the was with the twenty one, but due to ones that we expect, Wayne Ross, I say even French, like people that he has just good chemistry with when they when they put records out. I would love a, a Drake project um, produced by Harry Fraud and <laughs> engineered by Forty. I was gonna say Pharrell, him and French. Though Pharrell, and that'd be crazy. And they don't have to even be on the same songs all the time. That it's one of them tapes where they're on the same song sometimes, but sometimes it's just them getting their shit off on the song. Yeah, that would be Ooh. that would be beautiful. Ooh. But and we never got uh we never got Drake and Fab. That'd be nice too. Drake and Fab wrapped on "Throw It in the Bag" remix. Yeah, but I meant like for, for real. Like how oh, many people sparring? Really Come in. on, that would be hard to hear. But the throwing in the bag remix, they was they was going mm -hmm. off. They was getting their shit off on that. Yeah, but we got one song in twenty years, bro. What I'm saying I feel is, what you're we, saying. I feel and what that you're one saying. song, most people don't listen to the remix when they pull up "Throw It in the Bag." They listen to the regular version. Like when they go searching for the record, yeah. you're not you're not your first thought is not the remix. Truthfully, yeah, my first thought is Wayne by himself on it. Wayne went stupid on that shit. So you're but, right. Um, you're right. Cole hopped on uh, J-Hope's record, which is the K-pop BTS guy. Uh, did y'all listen to the record? Um, I heard a little bit of it, but not the whole thing. But I see that they sampled The Watcher, so I, I can't wait to listen to the whole that's, thing. That's okay. Or so is that a different song? That's a different song. So Excuse J. Cole me, did, I misspoke. 
I J. Take Cole that. did The Watcher for uh, the Creed soundtrack. That's what I heard. That oh, was really good. Oh, that J. was Cole. really good. Um, but no, this song is with a dude named J Hope. He's one of the BTS members, a uh, K-pop dude. Okay. Um, Cole's record is nuts. Um, the J Hope guy, you know, what's funny. His voice sounds like J Cole's voice. So like when I first heard the mm-hmm. song, I was like, is the J Hope guy just is he a producer or something like oh, that? Oh, you thought it was J Cole straight through? Yeah, he sound like, like that Cole like that. I did not Damn. know when J Hope began and then Cole stopped. That so happens sometimes. With that collabs. was interesting. Okay. Cause like, cause he does the hook and Cole does the verses, mm-hmm. but it just sound like Cole on the hook. So okay. that was kind of cool. Uh, I'm still anti K-pop. You know, for me, K-pop is blackface, but you know, it is. But that's another story. Yeah, I leave that at that. Um, so, sports. Let's let's go ahead and get into the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that motherfucker John Morant, man. Yo, my Durant, goddamn, my Durant. So, um, for those who you know haven't been keeping up with what's going on as far as uh, John Morant's situation, uh, Sheem, go ahead and give us the rundown. So, what what is the latest? The latest. <clears throat> so, well, right now the latest is he's um he's sitting. He's going to be taking some time away from the team because of these acts. Um, what led to this was he had a Instagram post shortly after a game where he was on Instagram Live, obviously looking like he was, you know, blasted, and he had a – he flashed a gun in that. Um, and he did not get it off the Internet fast enough. He tried to delete it and everything, but it didn't work. And, you know, it, they got a hold of it. He's t- He said he's going to take some time away from the team to, you know – get help and things like that he did come out with a statement so i want to commend him before maybe getting into the critiques of how how bad it looks because he did acknowledge like a man i'm wrong i'm gonna go get help and and that's that but i'm not running away from that so that what i want to acknowledge but pretty much that's what it is the nba is going to evaluate it do some more investigating on it to ultimately determine his his fate but that's where John Morant stands today is um, just sitting away from his team, actually missing out on the first game being tonight. They play the Clippers um, at, at um, you know what I'm saying, they playing the Clippers tonight. My bad with the recording thing, but it's all good. Now, now that wasn't Ja's only situation. We it's do not, have to add a little context. It's, it's not. He has a history, so I, I got you, Reg. My yeah. So, yeah, he's a, he has the history um, of actually – of actually uh lately having these these different things. He had a little he had a fight uh, a few months ago with a young man. I guess they were playing a pickup game. He punched him in the face, went and got a uh he punched the kid in the face, um and he went and got a gun and, and whatnot and the kid came out with a statement or a story or something like that. So they may be suing him for that. Um also something happened where him and his uh something with his parents um at at a mall finish line um, um yeah something happened where at finish line and he went and came back with guys and, and a gun also this season he had with the pacers um after the game him and his guys or whatever somebody pointed a laser at the at the bus the team bus so it's just been uh uh to give y'all more context it's been a, a, a um snowball effect of this shit it's been domino effect of this shit now i guess jumping in as far as the fate of John Morant, what do y'all think would be an appropriate uh, punishment league-wise? As far as like what the league should do about this, 
Um, definitely sit him down. Hopefully, I I would hope maybe ten games or less. I would like that for him, but I understand this is kind of severe because it's a whole gun and he's he did it in their brand. But I would hope I hope he don't get like fifty or up. I hope they I hope it could stay under fifty. I hope they do about ten and maybe just keep it at that. Mm, I mean, I would say the same thing. I would say at the most maybe ten games. Um, you know, I I don't know. I'm not really as far as the consequences. That's something that just he's gonna have to deal with as a as a person. I mean, I know the NBA is involved, and I know you know it's it's bags of money in between. But like, I mean, you know, he is human. Humans do make mistakes. It's just how he reacts after all this happens, um, and if he's gonna better himself. You know what I mean? People do make mistakes, but it's it's what you learn from it. So if he learns, by all means. You know, after ten game suspensions, we we can keep you know going about life, but uh, it's all on him. What do you, know you know think? I felt the way that you guys feel when the Indiana Pacers thing happened. Here's here's how I look at this, right? If I was a member of the Indiana Pacers and I was sitting on my bus and a nigga points an infrared beam at me and doesn't get suspended. And then two more incidents happen, and the nigga don't get suspended. And y'all wait until he he shows a picture of a gun on on his IG story to suspend him. Now in my mind, you don't give a fuck about my life. It could be interpreted like that for sure. I'm just saying, if I was a player, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to the league yet. Just as a player from the first incident, if I'm sitting on that bus, because I'll say this. We're in a a time where in this country, people are losing their motherfucking minds. Just two weeks ago, a lady didn't get honey for her biscuit and drove her car into Popeye's. <laughs> Wait, we're trying to stop laughing. We gotta say something so funny. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm dead ass. That's a yeah, real know, story. Lady didn't get honey for her biscuit and drove her car into Popeyes. These motherfuckers ain't put honey in the bag again. <laughs> Fuck this shit. You know what? I got something for that. Ain't show going. Nah, for real, the world be tripping. We have so many <clears throat> mass shootings on a weekly basis that mass shootings are not even national news anymore. Mm-hmm. Mass shootings happen and they're regional now. Mm-hmm. Like somebody might hear about it right. a few cities away and that's about it. You mean to tell me with that looming in mind, with that happening all over the place, I'm done at my job, sitting on the bus waiting to go home. An infrared beam makes its way through my window and at some point is being pointed anywhere and nobody got suspended right fuck the gun in the the story fuck him punching a 17 year old in the face fuck the the finish line situation the NBA is at fault for not hitting the brakes right then and there I could tell you this think about any job if you were to go to your job on on uh, y'all are listening to this on a Monday. If you were to come to work tomorrow and point an infrared beam at anybody at your job, you think you got the job going the next day? 
No. Fuck no. What in the fuck are we talking about? Ten game suspension, bro. Like what? that. I, that's that's where I, my mind is at, right? Because I understand what y'all are talking about. Everybody's human. Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Everybody. But here's the thing: a mistake is something that happens once. A mistake might even happen twice. Yeah. This amount of situations and this growing, two people are at fault. He's at fault. Three. He's at fault. The people who are in charge of him, whether it be his parents, his management, his entourage, yeah. all of, they're at fault. And the fucking league is at fault. Because I'm going to say this. There's no way that that first thing should have made it to the second one. Without the fucking consequences coming in. I see. Now with that though, with the infrared beam situation, wasn't the reason he didn't get in trouble is because it wasn't, it was like some foggy type of thing. Like, yeah, somebody with job probably did it or whatever, but they couldn't pin it to specifically job. So that's why job wasn't like got in trouble for that. Right. Go to your job and explain that to your boss the next day that it was a nigga in my car or it was a nigga around me. Two different things. It was a nigga who fucked with me. I hear you. But it wasn't me. I hear you, but that could, and that's a fair, but that's fair game for your. I'm not talking about getting rid of the nigga's career. That's fair game for the warning right there. That's the one, but that, that wasn't that, enough of a warning. That that was the that should have been the warning right there. Of all right, your entourage got to chill. Anything else happens with your entourage, that's your ass. This particular instance, this is him. So either way, the same. I would like I, I like him, so I want him to get the ten games. But he's gonna it's probably gonna be more or potentially has an opportunity to be more because they need to make an example. Bro, at of the him. end of the day, he's a black man. And, I love him. Yeah, don't care. Yeah, you gotta be I mean, held. The problem. My thing is the problem was before this. So us talking about oh ten games now at this point sound crazy. Nah, I mean the offenses all together now. It's kind of it is unrealistic. For it to be ten games, but it just might. No, but no, I'm it, not saying it, I'm not it even, won't. I'm not because even, I understand mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, money trumps everything. I was gonna say that he's a box office guy. He's a box office guy. But if we're talking about what is deserved as far as the actions that took place, if I was a player on the Indiana Pacers team, you've lo- you you are out of your motherfucking mind that I wouldn't drag this story to hell. You wouldn't want him at fifty if you was a Pacers. Are player? you crazy, dog? Think about it this way. All of these are grown ass men. These people have families to feed. These people got wives and kids at home. I don't give a fuck if it's a joke. All it takes is for a nigga to flinch the wrong way, and that could have been somebody's life, bro. Nah, that's a that's a fact. With the that effort. type, of, that's not a joke. You shouldn't play. And like my that. problem is that too many people, because somebody can, because somebody's talented. Because somebody's liked, because somebody's whatever, we do this thing where we allow wild ass behavior, like wild, unruly ass behavior. We wait till it's way too fucking late to curve any of the shit. And then now we want to give a nigga baby ass consequences on his fourth, fifth offense. My thing is, if you give the nigga the consequences in the beginning, nine times out of ten, even if that wouldn't have curved every last other one of them, I can guarantee you it would have slowed the shit the fuck down. Now that, now that you're not wrong about, because if you would have, you know, gave a strict penalty for that one offense, that would have potentially at least slowed slowed it down, maybe helped his judgment with these type of things. But 
when you and it's kind of like it's it's with a kid if you enable a bad behavior like you didn't really spank them for some shit that they may have earned uh, exactly. uh, that type of uh, something more than you this, waited you know? until this yeah. nigga was 16 and want to send him to military school no bitch you should have got him when he was tearing up the house at four right right that's that's right right this nigga been a, this nigga been a menace for a decade <laughs> really snapping Real shit though. Niggas be yeah. waiting until somebody damn near catch a body to be like, you know what? Maybe I'll send them to the military. Yeah, nah, real shit. And I do hope at the end of the day, like how we all, everybody going I mean, in. It's clearly he kind of got this like, I don't give a fuck kind of behavior. You know what I mean? But I mean, I don't know. I I really, I feel like as far as the NBA wise, I feel like it's just entertainment. The ten games is like something. But as far as what's going on and shit like that, the 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 consequence got to be way bigger than just some game suspensions. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, so you want him to lose this sneaker deal or shit well, like that? We're not even talking about from those. Those are private entities. Yeah, those are private yeah. deals so between those companies. And I ask cause, I mean, just because of what he said. If I, I'll say this though. If I like, let's say I'm a Nike rep. You need to go some gun control or something. Let's say something, if man. I'm a Nike rep, right? You're not being a rep for my company and punching 17 year olds in the face right that's crazy to me like you being you doing pickup games and punching kids in the face is like I, that's nuts for real i i get it i want we want to excuse that i mean it, he gotta but, decide i mean if, you, if you're gonna be and that's to say we put an image on him maybe he don't want the image either you're gonna be that and that's you know, fine. shiny don't be armor that. guy or you gonna be that thug that hey listen I don't care if I got a million bucks I'm this nigga and I'm gonna do nigga shit because like that's who I am you know what I mean so and we keep putting these high standards on him and, and that's the person he probably want to be. It, but again, I'm gonna like say I this said, when you sign deals, it's his job. You we're, know what I'm that's like I think that's passing the buck. Nobody put any standards on him when you go to these companies and you sign these contracts. In those contracts, they have morality clauses, and there's a reason why they have those clauses because you're not signing a deal. You're not a designer. You're not designing a shoe. You're not designing a shirt. You're not designing some pants. You know what you are? You are saying, I am a model citizen, and I'm going to be a representative of your company. That means that in my regular life, I'm embodying these things. Nobody told you to go do that. You wanted the bread. Do the fucking work, nigga. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. No, it's true. Because the NBA going to look at because it's all a business at the end of the day. And as a representative, but of the if NBA, a nigga violate me and we on a basketball court, it's a high chance that I could punch a nigga in the mouth. He's that, a child. If well, a child, well, with the, well, with the seventeen-year-old, it's, it's a situation that not like it's a child after yeah. it happens. But when the situations are happening, everybody, everybody mind ain't on that. You know, you you're not sitting here. Oh, I don't see this dude ID. All I see is he at the basketball court. He trying to act it, like a man. He being tough. He stepped to me and got punched in the mouth. Like I wouldn't think about his age. Now, okay, I was gonna say I'm that could, that happens. For that sure. happens. No, no, I'm gonna rock with you. So explain the pulling, the flashing the gun on the 17 year old after you punched him in because the mouth. Because if you What's didn't Alex? know he was a 17 year old, you know Shit, what I'm you saying? You might think that nigga had. You're an NBA player. You gotta if, protect if, yourself. So if you could think maybe after the situation, nigga, maybe the young boy was popping that shit. Too. The boy like, said he'd be for one. The boy, I think, if I'm not mistaken, if I got, if I don't have the story like off, mm-hmm. the boy told, the boy also told him he'd be back. Right. So Ja went and made sure he was back first. I'm gonna flash mm-hmm. my gun. Oh, whatever. And, 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 that's, and, that's, and that's I'm protecting myself out here. And that's all you need to know. And then the situation either escalate or it, it dies after well, that. You know what I mean? I, I, I wanna inform you niggas I mean, that where that, his bodyguards You know what that's stuff, called? Know. Two well, two things. One, you have security for a reason. Two, what y'all just described is actually a felony. It's called brandishing. 
in mo- in forty something states, that's a felony. What what y'all just described? I mean, that in itself is a fucking felony. Right. Yeah. And here you go. I'm not saying it's not wrong to do. I was. I I want to be clear. I'm not saying none of it. That's not wrong to do. I'm just saying again. This this shit happens. Um. You know. what I'm saying it's possible to have. I shouldn't say this shit just happens because it's not common shit that just happens. But. But Again, you're also talking about he's, a 23 year old in Memphis, man. He's a that's, that's, that's the only thing with that. He deserves, so he deserves he to be accountable. It's so it's the he needs to be held accountable, but it's also it needs to be people around him. There's I, clearly nobody around him that's saying, "Hey, listen, you're not, you can't do this," or "Listen, you should you should move this way or move that way." I clearly he doesn't have that type of guidance. Well, he better get it soon, and that's or he what gonna I mean. fuck up the he bag. Need, he needs the guidance. The consequence has to be there needs to be but, a consequence, but he also needs a. Um, you know, a, a a structure, a foundation of, hey, listen, man, you need you need to go maybe go with these dudes, get some counseling or something like that, because I mean, it's it, at the long run, it ain't gonna do nothing but hurt him. So yeah, but he said something that stuck out to me when I read. I'm a I'm a brother at the end of the day, bro. When somebody say something like, I'm gonna go get the help I need, that speaks to something bigger. So there could be reasons why these outlashes or this he might be really going through a through a phase right now you like like we uh, especially as like black people we can't like 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 black men we do, we see it all the time where like john may have never grew up like you know a soft kid by no means but now he living kind of his second childhood now in a way because you know there's all this money his way you like i'll just say us that's past his age who's lived before put yourself in that young man's shoes no you might not do what he would do but you could think about it because see how that type of shit could and, happen and he hanging that's with the all. rappers and he you know and you, he in memphis you getting millions you, know I mean? you the man in the city they gave you the key you they gave you the keys you got you got you got the women that want you like it's all different shit that's coming at you at once and again that doesn't excuse the behavior but i'm just saying like it's and in his head he not just a basketball player he he, he a superstar He's a celebrity. All I was saying was, so I'm saying, to get to what I was saying and bring it full circle is, so I could see where maybe he felt that may be fucking with his mental where he needs help now because life is moving a lot faster from from you being a college a college student that was just trying your hardest to make it to the league because I already, you know, you play for a small school and you're not highly recruited and things of that nature and you had to really bust your ass or whatever to getting all this super success fast from being rookie of the year to damn near... A, a MVP candidate, a lot of shit is coming your way fast. So now when you say Antonio you need help, Brown disease. <laughs> when you say, I won't even joke with that type of shit. But 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 um, when you say you need help, I want to believe you and hope you go get the help because clearly that's there's a bigger underlying issue if all these series events is happening. Almost everybody that I named, as far as when I started off, um, you know, talking about the Indiana Pacers situation. All those people who've committed those crimes that I talked about and done those things that took people from their families, took people from their loved ones, all of them have mental health issues, too. I'm not acting as if mental health doesn't exist or even absolving Mm -hmm. the situation as if that's not something that's important. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, you committing those trespasses against other people, you doing those things and harming those people. It don't matter how much I like you. It don't matter how much I feel for you. I could play the world's smallest violin right. through your whole life story. He could have lived like precious for all I fucking care. But at the end of the day, those niggas who were sitting on that bus didn't ask for that. That like at the end of the day, that motherfucker that was working at finish line that wasn't even there when he pulled up. Reason why he got caught and got in trouble was yeah. because he was trying to threaten the person who was at work yeah. so he could get the location of a he wanted to get the time that the nigga got off work. Yeah. 
and B, he was trying to find out where that person lived to pull up on a crib. Yeah. Like, what are we talking well, about? Well, yeah, you're bro. wrong. You're wrong for that behavior. So I was, that's, I was and that's not even like to, slightly to, wrong. That's no, like old. Yeah, like yeah. You're He's, super old Dean. I'm still yeah. clear on the stands. You're wrong for the behavior. I'm just. My problem mm-hmm. is all of that happened before the Instagram post. So for me, mm-hmm. when I hear y'all be like, well, let's suspend him for 10 games, you know. My thing is that 10 game suspension sound like one issue. That 10 game suspension sound like one, maybe two issues. When it gets to the to the idea that it's four different things. What you. are we talking about he should, now, bro? He should be getting charges per bullet. What are, like, what are we talking about now, bro? Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, you're right. But then when it, where do you separate the NBA and his life? You feel what I'm saying? He, he, the NBA and his life. Like, life. I'm not saying that he's not wrong. He's completely wrong. He definitely needs some consequences. But it's like, instead, I feel like the goal, like, there, there is always the oh he needs his ass whoop or we gonna pop him on the fucking wrist. Those are usually the two you, different. No, ways you asked a good it. question, right? right? You asked a good question. Where do you separate the NBA and his life? And I guess we'll start wrapping this up at this point. If you pay attention to the four things that we name, they all connect back to the NBA in one way, shape, or another. Mm-hmm. Specifically, mm-hmm. the first thing that we're talking about mm-hmm. this is an opposing team where all of those people on that bus and all that staff they're all employed by the NBA. So this is like you doing that to fellow employees under your same job. So that's the first situation. The second situation, if we're talking about the uh, finish line situation, you mean to tell me a sports, a sporting goods store, a store that literally sells like sports paraphernalia or whatever, whether it be finish line, whether it be foot locker, whether it be, if I'm a professional, whatever, I could be a professional soccer player, football player, basketball player. If I go in there and I show my ass in that store, you think that don't reflect badly on the on the relationship that my corporate ass job has with this building that I'm in right now? That's right. that's direct connect to the NBA. That third situation, what was he doing when he punched that 17 year old in the face playing pickup basketball? Hmm. Football player Tom Brady decides while he's playing at a park with some kid, he suplexes the kid or stone cold stunners the kid in the middle of the fucking uh, uh, park. You don't think that's going to be a, a big issue? You being a fucking football player like that right. reflects bad on the yeah. league. Yeah. Like all of this he's, does tie directly back yeah, to the yeah. NBA. Oh, they gonna get his ass. Remember what they did to Melo when he punched dude in the face in that big old brawl in the Knicks game. So trust me, they gonna get it. But you was just asking what would I like for him is because I I like him. But you feel me? Like he's they gonna give it to him. It's just a matter. Of, and and who knows? We don't know that. We still don't know. But. I think a big punishment no, is looming. You know what's funny? I think you guys are right. Do, do, do I'm not smack, even saying you, you guys are wrong. Wrist or do you give him an ass whipping? That, that's I think you I'm guys are right as far as what will happen. What I'm saying is the league is full of shit because the fact that that, that, that um, punishment was yeah. not dished out earlier no. lets me know that they don't give a shit about nothing else. Yeah, nah, something's changed because, like I said, for instance, uh, um, you know, Mello's one of my favorite players. Uh, um, um, when, he, when that fight happened with when he played for the Nuggets – and uh, he was playing against the Knicks, and he punched dude in the face. They sat him down for like like fifty plus games yeah. for that. So that's what I'm saying. If if I'm just drawing comparisons to different things, that's an Instagram post with a gun in it. That could lead to. That's actually a little bit more severe than punching somebody in the face because that's you know a post I would with just, a gun. I would hate for the league to turn into the music industry. You know what I mean? I would hate to feel like it's they in bed like, together. What you mean? I'm well, just, you know well, what, what do you mean, mean by turn into the music industry? Like, Explain. Basically, kind of uh, 
basically like average, like not to say advertise, but you know how with music now it's kind of like they advertise for black people to be gangsters and rappers and killers and things like that. You know, that's what they promote. Oh, okay. I would hate for the NBA to start turning that way where it's like they kind of just turn the cheek. It's expected. And it's expected, right? And they just like, oh, you know. I don't think we'll ever like, see don't that. Go. People love when black people act crazy. We we want more of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would hate for I that see to kind of be. I or be, or they might not push it, but being so lax that that's the norm. Right. Being so lax that that's the norm is dangerous. It is because it, it will enable one of these youngins who go they, take they, it too far. They, they bad for business or whatever. Because we, we saw what happened with, uh you know, uh Miles Bridges. Right. But at the end of the day, like, even though, like, Ja's doing this, even though, like, they're actually they're getting money from him doing this stupid shit though. Actually, when you think about it, like the NBA, they're is, not yeah, getting money from they, from they, that. You think they not? They are, bro. They're they, getting they, attention, yeah, attention for the wrong attention reasons. All, it's, it's it's wrong, but at the end of the day, it's uh, still hype. It's still uh, attention. It's still uh, niggas is watching ESPN right now to see oh what's the consequences? What it going to do? As much money as as much problem as it is in the back in the back room, it's still making money. It's probably making got even you. more money. So. I you got you, I mean? but they don't. I see what you're saying and and thinking like that, but they don't give a fuck about that. Let me tell you why. For instance, there's this this Grizzlies Clippers game right now. Trust me, bunch of people not watching ESPN tonight. They care more about that. They're losing. Their ratings probably plummeted right after this the the Knicks and Celtics game. But a lot of people don't care about the game. They care no, more they, about watching John Morant and see what's going to happen. So no, you gotta they think care about to see other play. viewers too. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah. And what I'm saying is as far as what you were saying about the, how the league would would be doing it, trust me. They don't want nobody fucking up the money. Like they want you playing out there. They want you. They want you to be out there. They will prefer you to be out there because you're you're boosting their ratings. You're but you're still their... exploiting his mistake, and you're still making money off of it. You feel what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, but that's not the NBA really that, doing. That's that. also not that's... the NBA. I think you're you're confusing something. You're talking about media. You're talking about sports media affiliates, right? And he's talking. Sheem is talking about the NBA. The NBA loses money when things like this happen. Sports media affiliate affiliates gain money. But remember, those are different companies all Correct. together. True. They work together as far as like they have deals and things of that nature, but they're not the same company. When ESPN gets a ton of money, that's not going to the NBA right. at all. Correct. So, yeah, that's just two different lanes. But, you know, hopefully <clears throat> something shakes. I, I do want better for him. I want him to come out on the other side of this. I don't want this to be a situation where, you know, three, four years from now, this man is banned from the league and playing in China or some shit Likewise, like that. Man. Like, I hope that he does do better. But my thing is, I don't like selective outrage, so I try to be very careful and look at all angles of everything. And the first thing that I recognized in this situation was, yeah, we like John Morant. Yeah, John Morant's a great player. But those other players' lives matter, too. Those other people involved, True. their lives matter, too. And I think one of the things that we like to do when we like somebody, and this reminds me of the Chris Rock and, and Will Smith situation. Everybody loves Will Smith. Everybody loves Will Smith. So when you see somebody who you do like commit something that is fucking crazy, you'll come up with any type of backwards you know, reasoning or whatever to try to make it make sense as far as what they did. You'll lean in whatever direction to try to be like, well, he's still a nice guy. He's still this. He's still that. At the end of the day, wrong is wrong, bro. Right. And even if I enjoy somebody's plan, I'm a fan of what they do. At, within certain contexts and certain confines, you can still be a fucking dickhead. And that's what I think John Morant was in a lot of those scenarios, bro. And you got to pay. You just got to. But uh, we're going to 
take a quick music break and we're gonna jump back in to close out the pod man let's get it yeah And this record is they featuring Young Blue. You ain't got fun for me. Reggie Days Radio. No, you need a little company. Let's go. I can tell by how you talk to me. Oh. I got you in the baby. Move slow for me. Come on top, take control of me. Let you ride it, you can show for me. I got you in the Just choose me. Sometimes you catch yourself wishing it could go like how we used to be. The dark looking got you sipping, got you thinking about calling me. This ain't gotta be nothing more than it wants to be, baby. So baby, what's up? I'm trying to roll through. Pull it up, I got that photo. Take our time like we supposed to. Kick back, set the vibe, you know I did that. Lay it down and let me grip that. I got you in the mood. You ain't got fun for me. No, you need a little company. I can tell by how you talk to me. I got you in the mood. Baby, move slow for me. Come on top, take control of me. Let you ride it, you can show for me. guys for uh tuning in man at this point we're about to jump in the next segment our reaction so the first clip that we're going to be reacting to is a clip that was actually submitted by a listener 
uh, they wanted to stay anonymous. Usually they give us like a, they give us the ability to say their name, but they said because of the type of clip, they want to avoid any type of cancel culture or hate messages. But uh, they sent us a clip and the title is 11 year old confronts officials by reading passage from book. So I'm about to go ahead and play it. Y'all boys ready? You ready? Ready? Let's get it. Yep. This book was on a stand. I'd like to read you a page. My back over my hips as I ask if we should take off, take our clothes off. And he's saying yes before I finish my sentence. He's pulling off my t-shirt, laughing when I can't undo his shirt buttons. He's undoing my belt. I'm reaching into his bedside drawer for a condom. We're kissing again. We're rolling over. Obviously, you can see where this is going. I don't know if it's because we're feeling especially emotional or just tired. This is or this past couple of weeks have been too much. But this reminds me so much of the first time we had sex. We were both terrified, and the whole thing was kind of terrible because we didn't know what we were doing. But it was good too, so good, because we were a mess of emotions, and we were scared and excited, and everything felt new. So this sort of thing, this sort of feels like that. Nick touches me like he's scared that any minute. Now, this book was at my middle school, and it was on a stand. When I rented it out to show my dad it, uh, the librarian asked if I wanted more and if I wanted a graphic novel version. So, the kid went to uh, this meeting. It looks like a parent-teacher thing, but not just like, you know, of course, parent-teacher conferences is usually like just the student and the parent and the the teacher or whatever. This looks like some sort of like town hall thing that they're having, so it could be like a PTA meeting. Uh That's the type of setting you see a whole bunch of parents out there. You see uh, school administrators and like uh, district administrators in the room or whatever. The kid decided to read out that passage. And as he explained, he went to the, the library, got that book. The librarian saw him checking out that book and not only let him check it out. Kid is 11 years old, but asked him if he wanted the graphic novel version. Now, um, reaction. Disgusting, disturbing, um, and just sad, you know, at the end of the day, because I don't know, man, it's touching when you start talking about shit with kids and all that. Kids should be able to explore, you know, learn and things like that. But I don't know, shit, shit, there should be some kind of, I don't know, censorship, some kind of responsibility to not allow kids that's young to have access to these type of things. I'm all for like, you know, kids learning um, and thinking outside of the box and things like that, but I don't think young young children that's this young should be exposed to this type of stuff. That's all I got. I'm really uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. All I could think about was like, you know, that isn't the type of book you want kids reading. I don't even think that's the type of book you even want kids in high school really reading. But like, you know, we did kind of display like um, earlier, like how you have these these schools now that are from like what sixth grade to 12th grade and that's like seven and 12 yeah, yeah. So, which is kind of crazy because like i never could imagine it being like that but now that you have that you know you do have these younger kids that are you know in contact with these older kids and seniors and stuff like that so it's like you know are they sharing the libraries no is it the type of things like damn i didn't think you know what about i mean that. like oh shoot that's a good point and yeah that is a good point because if they're sharing libraries then how do you how do you something like how that. do you, it's hard it would be harder to prevent 
it would be harder to prevent that type of thing right there for sure. It's just, and this is again where you know the school boards have to be responsible though, because if you have a six through twelve school, then there should be some kind of separation of like in the libraries. Okay, boom, this is like I don't know eight through twelve can read all of this. If you're under, or at eight, least some at, sort of color like coded. Some, it should something. be color coded, like reading. They can't levels check this book. And, you shouldn't be able to check this right. book out if you're fucking twelve years old. Things like that, like. And especially if the librarian is aware of everything that you check out, like the librarian saw what book was being checked out and offered the graphic novel version. That means you know exactly what this kid is doing and you are okay with it. That is nuts. You don't even give a shit. And that's and it it is. And that's why I'm saying it's like it's sticky because like a lot of times you go to stuff and it's like, you know, a person. It's easily for someone to in a job place to be mistaken as oh, this person's discriminating or this person's like, it's almost like when you go to the gas station and they got to ask you your ID. You know what I mean? Like, who, we all, we're all supposed to clearly have our own intuition and judgment, which is, right. you know, supposed to be, pop, you know, right. But like, you have to be kind of careful about that because, you know, you see, you see these kids nowadays and they look, you see some of these kids, they look grown as hell. I seen some kid the other day, I, Nigga said he was like 15 Kid look like he about 25 You feel what I'm saying So it's like Y'all seen young pictures of me I was a grown ass man I mean. At like so 14 yeah. When it's, he walk it's, in the it's you know, Just to say You know a person like that Walks in the library And it's just like What do you do Ask him for ID Do you deny him Like you know what I'm saying Like you It's just like there's There has to be rules Or there has to be A certain type of system yeah. to, to prevent these type of things You know what I mean But that, that's just crazy What was, what was the book well, 50 Sages of Grey or something, man. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> well, speaking of those types of books, and you you definitely brought up something I never even pictured. That idea of, like, shared libraries or whatever, that threw me, that threw me off because I didn't even think about the fact that, like, young kids do share spaces with older kids in a lot of these campuses, especially, you know, not revealing what I do as far as, like, my day-to-day, but I'm somebody who's involved with school things, so I understand that there's so many campuses out there that are some of them are K through 12. Right. Some of them are like six through 12, seven through 12. Like, wait, there's K through like 12 that. schools. Yeah. yeah. That aren't private. No, there's public Same schools that are K there. through 12. Yep. Sheesh. And, so, and some of them that. it's like it's different buildings, quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes right now. Different buildings. But it's like the buildings are on the same campus. Right. Like you're K through 12. But them buildings are all on one campus. So you like go to the left and that's the this building. You go uh, to the right that's, and that's that. Like that's a recipe for uncharted territories and But that's all over the country things. though. It's getting I, I, I'm sleeping on that type of stuff. That's not my bag. But yeah. damn, that's nuts, bro. And to me that that's kinda threw me off because when I first kind of found out that, that that's how it was, I could think like, dang, what if I had a daughter who was maybe in the fifth or sixth grade? And she's sitting here around dating an eleventh grader. Yeah, yeah like, you know what I mean. Like I felt comfortable, but I mean, for as far as I know, they kind of keep them separated. But it's just still crazy that things like that can happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, some now my timeline brought up some stuff that I forgot about. They were like, "Well, it was a lot of women who were reposting," and they were like, "Well, when I was his age, I was reading Zane books," and then I was like, "Yo, what the fuck I, is a Zane is book?" Oh, tell us, Cass. Enlighten us. Come on. What's the Zane book? I mean, middle school, Zane. Zane is like, you know, your your typical explicit, but not too explicit, you know, kind of novels. Like your Eric Jerome Dickies and stuff like that. Like, it's, 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 
I'm not gonna say it's straight up saying, oh yeah, I, I wanna fuck, but it'll be more like, I, I wanna taste your loving. I wanna be inside your loving. Like, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is not the time to laugh, so I won't. But you're at an but age where shit. you're also curious. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now you have these books because your parents probably not telling you, your teacher's probably not telling you, and, and this mm-hmm. is how you're learning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know you. You guys are looking at it like, oh, he sh- he sh- he shouldn't have access to it, or a librarian is wrong. But you're also considering the fact that this is uh, what you said, seventh grade to twelve. Uh, well, no, no, he just that said what if. He said yeah. what if. Mm-hmm. But what we know is the kid is eleven. Mm-hmm. What right. we know is the age of the kid. The kid is eleven. Mm-hmm. My thing is, an eleven-year-old should not be reading stuff like that. And when I saw those women reposting, they were like, well, when I was his age, you know, I was reading Zane books and I was reading, you know, the sex chronicles and all these different things. And I'm like, what I don't like is we do things. We'll, we'll name things that, that were traumatic from our childhood and make it normal. Right. Just because we did it when we were that age or we had access to it does not make it okay at all. Yes. People were reading those things at that age group. But a lot of you guys had kids at 14. A lot of y'all was dating grown men at 16. A lot like no, Mm -hmm. like 11 year olds should not be reading sex books. For sure. It shouldn't even be a question. Like, what are we talking about? Like there's like I said, I'm fine with kids learning to think outside the box and things like that. But there's certain things. Literally let a kid be a kid. A kid shouldn't have this type of access, there should be some type of, I'm not an over censorship type of person, but the way I live, but in this type of sense, that it needs to be some type of censorship, some accountability for this type of shit. Yeah, where man. kids don't have just easy access to a, a book like that. Like, I don't know. Uh, I know they got library cards, but maybe a library, do the, do the library cards have your age and shit like your this pu- on it? The public library, there are book levels. Like there's certain things that once it reaches a, a certain explicit level, if you're under the age of 16, you can't rent it out. So, mm-hmm. like, I remember turning 16. I still remember turning 16 and being like, okay, now I could even rent out, like, you know, uh, certain movies and stuff like that. Certain, like, because people don't know. A lot of people don't know this, but when back in the day when, when you know, CDs were still a big thing. Yeah. When CDs came out mm-hmm. in the major stores, they also that. released in the library. For yeah. sure. So I, if I you had a library card movies and you couldn't too. afford it, movies too, mm-hmm. you couldn't afford it. You can just go to the library when it first comes out, grab it, and then you can go home and like burn it to your Xbox, burn keep it, it to your yeah, mm-hmm. and you just keep it. You just return the thing back to the library. Damn, I remember and that well. looking at stuff like that, I remember even having a hard time getting explicit <laughs> versions of CDs because I was too young. Like just rap lyrics or R&B lyrics or whatever. You had to get the clean version. Or if the cool dude was working at the library, then you could just check it out and bounce. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. But like my thing is you still need censorship. Now, the the thing that. um Wait, wait. I, all right. Go ahead. I'm not going, I'm not going to interrupt you because I got some stupid shit to say. The, the thing that most people were upset at when it came to this video, a lot of people were upset because the book that the kid got was a book about. uh um Technically, it was gay interactions because he was describing two guys. Oh, that's it. A lot of people were upset because it was that in general. Now, my thing is, it doesn't matter what kind of sex. I don't think an 11-year-old should be reading about no type of sex. But that was also why the person who submitted it as far as the email was like, hey, don't tell nobody my name. They don't want to get canceled. They don't want to deal with certain types of stuff. But 
My thing is, I feel like no matter what, sexual content, I just can't picture that being okay for an 11-year-old. Correct, because that's not education. Like, there's nothing educational about that. You feel me? I was thinking, like, just going back to what Reggie was saying, I was like, could you imagine, like, Reggie coming home and uh, he he go to the library to run out the movie The Nutty Professor and get home and pop in a DVD and it's a completely different Nutty Professor. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, that'd be crazy, bro. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But, like, hey, maybe the last, the last nigga who I had it, he, he, went home, shit he went home, he tried to dub the, the, the DVD and maybe he dubbed Where's the wrong one. Mutes? Maybe he dubbed the one... <laughs> He put he put his dad's nutty professor in the case and it was the wrong one and Reggie got it now Reggie watching now Wait, we I having got a, now we having a board have... meeting now we having a board meeting about why my son written the nutty professor from the <laughs> library you pop the DVD in it start from the middle some dude stroking chick from the back talking about Hercules Hercules <laughs> <laughs> oh Cletus bro oh Cletus oh, God yeah, my oh, fault I had to throw that in there but yeah I mean you know to say that would happen and that could happen back cool. then. The crazy. wrong nutty professor the wrong is nutty hilarious, professor. bro. But uh, yeah, man, nah, that's that's crazy, bro. That that honestly, like kids are way too smart nowadays, man. You got to be on point with that. And if you're going to have your librarians and that's their job, then they should already know. Like, that's a no. I'm glad that I'm glad that that kid decided to uh, tell their parent though. Sure. And do the right thing because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of kids that were been aware about all of that stuff, but was just checking it out and not yeah. saying nothing to nobody. Yeah. So having a kid that's willing to come to you and be like, "Hey, pops, man, they tripping." He's a trailblazer. Right. Shout out to yeah. that young man. Most, most deaf, most deaf. And our final reaction, man, about to play <laughs> it right now. Let's go. I agree. I think the washcloth is a poor person um, thing. Because I, I've, I've only met poors who use them. I've, I've never met. Wait, but is it also European? Because I, I have European friends that do it as well. Maybe, maybe they're poor. I don't know. I don't know. But we never did in my house. I don't. No, there was no disgusting. time for that. No, I've ended friendships when I saw washcloths. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't want that stink on me. You know yeah. that like poor stink. Yeah. But I don't understand. I guess it's, it is just so that you don't have to touch your hands to your genitals. Mm-hmm. Poor yeah, stink. We don't have that much soap to go around. That's that's wild. Now that uh, <laughs> that comes from YMH podcast, and a listener emailed that to us saying that uh, you know we need to address the I guess bathing habits that a lot of these people are bragging about online. Yo, if you don't use a washcloth loofah something something that scrubs dead skin nasty you exit the shower still dirty you're still dirty yeah. you are still dirty bro i know you may think you're clean you're still dirty and if you're one of those people who don't wash your legs yes you're, you're still dirty or your feet or your, your legs feet. your feet like please you are still dirty the fact that they brag and say that people are poor for not use if if they use washcloth <clears throat> and that they don't have enough soap. <laughs> That's their reason. In their mind, you know what's funny? That lets me know body. how they, but that also lets you know their like mentality. No, not their mentality, but their technique when it comes to cleaning. Because in their mind, they're like, if you use a washcloth, you can use less soap. Right. Because in their mind, they're like, if I use a ton of soap, then I'm clean. Yo, soap gotta be dirtier than the mouth. <laughs> Pubic hairs and all in that moment. Like, that is crazy to me because now you just got a soapy, dirty body. 
Right. So what the <laughs> fuck did you do? That's crazy. That's crazy though. Um, yeah, the, the, the comments, fact, the fact that they used the poor, the poor, the word poor. The comments on that video are crazy though. They were like, "So that explains the wet dog smell." And it was uh, like, "Bro, you about to let me drop the mic?" Baloney. That was <laughs> that was a shot, boy. <laughs> Is it smelling like baloney? Nah, I can't. I ain't like that poor people shit yeah, for one. I, you know how that you, I I already that that's that undertone shit that I don't yeah, like man. because I. We know what we we know what that is. So we ain't we ain't even gonna act like we don't know what that is. That's the part I don't like about it. Now, if you just you don't wash your ass, you don't wash your ass. That's on you. How you how you go about cleaning your ass? You do what you do. But you know, calling it poor people shit, I I never respect it. You know what I'm saying? Because I I know what I I feel like I interpret that as you shading you shading people of color. What are some weird wash habits that you guys have encountered? With uh, dealing with the opposite sex, um, bitches leaving hair in the fucking shower. No, I hate that. I, yeah, that's that's a sorry, ladies, but I had to call y'all a bitch for that. Yeah, that that's annoying. Um, that's one for sure. Some people brush their teeth in the shower. Um, I knew a girl who. If I've done that in I'm a rush, I'm not even gonna I'd put her too. out there. If like I'm that. in a rush, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to not Superman. Adult, though, if I'm running late, if I'm, if I'm running late, I, I'm gonna just do everything right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> there was one chick that I smashed one time that um she, her weird shit was she hop in the shower and she pisses in the shower like I. I I ain't know really how to react to that type of shit. Ever. It was a, I, you know what I'm saying. You, you know never pissed in the shower before. You said what? You never pissed in the shower before. That whatever I do in the shower when I go. <laughs> <is different. laughs> but I said I ain't never see a girl be so willing to just piss in the shower. Oh, while, in like I'm saying, like oh, we. Yeah. Wait, like, wait, wait! You were in it. That's With her? The, that's the disturbing part. Exactly, uh, okay. exactly. We, you know, what I'm saying, I, I smash whatever the case may be. We getting right for for the rest of the day. And the bitch pissed, and I'm just sitting here like disturbed. But I kind of I had to let it go. We, you know what? What we doing? We ass naked. What do we do now? <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. We're not moving passes. We're not moving passes. While y'all asked, what was the weird shit y'all seen? That shit was I weird. Mean, I look, hey, you. Pod- I didn't know what to do, my nigga. You potting right now? Hold the fuck up. So I'm painting the scene. So you mean to tell me y'all just got done? You know, you had your intimate moment. Y'all getting in the shower together, washing off, about to jump into your day. And she just starts letting it rip while you're in the shower with her. I just skipped the whole toilet. Well, she ain't pissing on me, so I want to make that clear. I mean, she, I she warned I you before, I though, right? I ain't she into warned that. You before, though, right? My, uh, she had to I warn smoke, you. I smoked, so my memory a little <laughs> foggy with that part. But either way, I was still just astonished that this bitch was, like, like pissing. Yeah, she did get herself right and cleaned her shit cleaned herself and everything like that but you feel me like just the fact that she got in there and was smiling and thought the shit was cute that was what was throwing me off i'm like this bitch is crazy oh, in so my you mind you didn't consent to it no oh yeah that's it was it. too late it was what i was supposed to do like i can't say nothing crazy right now <laughs> i kind of got to shut up i can't even say nothing else what was i supposed to do exactly nah use a bitch <laughs> yeah, I'm for you a bitch for that <laughs> fuck you Oh, fuck you. Fuck you, dog. Hey, don't mute me neither. Push him. That's some bullshit. Push him. Now, <laughs> now you see why I don't be fucking with niggas. You see the shit I no, deal no, with, y'all? Here's the thing. So she's. I'm just trying to picture, like, especially this is a girl you're into. 
This no, is a girl that I, I was into. Like, cause I smashed. I'm putting myself in the moment. Nah, I'm just, I just, I just, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, go, 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 go. At that yeah. point, for you yeah. to get in the shower and for her to just start pushing pee in front of you is crazy to me. Crazy. Like that. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I guess she was pushing pee. Did you smash after that? Not directly. Like anytime after that. He definitely did. <laughs> Man, I would. That nigga, that, that. <laughs> That nigga smashed with the lemon zest. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say that. Fuck that. <laughs> Ain't no lemon pepper shit. Oh, man, that's crazy. Nah, nah, you you got to ask me before you piss on my shower, bro. Don't I, do no junk like that. I, I couldn't. Like I said, I would have been. I for real wouldn't have let that go down other than that. But it was already too late. So you're just that's cleaning you got to do in there by yourself on your time, like you said. I smacked her on the ass. Like, bitch, what you doing? <laughs> she th- pushing Pete. Ah, pushing ah, Pete. Pushing Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been enough for me to not be into her anymore. Oh, I ain't I- like her at all. Like before that, or at that point? <laughs> now, now the you pause on that shit was wild. She is funny. He said, "I don't like her at all." Now let's be very clear. You mean Today. after that point? I'm I'm saying after that point. Or before that point, I ain't like her before that. I ain't like her after that shit. I ain't like her in between that shit. How did it, the bitch? Then why were you in the shower? All right, let me stop being dumb. I'm just talking shit. Okay, because clearly, I was about to say you about to look crazy to be in the shower with somebody you don't like. I'm being petty. And for shit. you to be in a shower with somebody you don't like when they pee on you is fucking crazy. She didn't pee on me, nigga. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we not doing that. No dusty panty. We're not. Nah. Nah. Oh, I'm not with man. that golden shower shit. I know Carisha made that shit sound cute. No. She I ain't with that shit. Trying to get squirted on. <laughs> <laughs> not like that. Not like Yo, that. That's crazy. Could we carry on? No. <laughs> that's absolutely not. No, this was. Could gold. we push past this pissy? <laughs> Shit point of point podcasting. Of <laughs> ah, that was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Oh man, that Bruh. was that was wild. See, I don't even have a story that could top that. That was that was well. That what's was the weird it. bathing shit y'all seeing chicks do? <laughs> I, I went for the gusto. Clearly, I'm trying to think. No, not yet. Ain't, ain't don't try to top it because you can't. <laughs> or maybe you can. I, you got one. Girls who don't have more than one rag, because you really shouldn't have one rag right. for your True face that. and one for your body. Mm. Thank you. Yes, bro. ma'am. I got like five. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I got like five. I, I keep. A, I thought I, that was the only one. No, girl. we keep a couple. If if you don't, that's a problem. That means it's probably crusty. Mm. I will say this: it wasn't like a habit thing. There was somebody who I thought she was like one of the cutest, one of the cutest girls I ever seen. Period. Walking around uh, campus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had like one of those relationships where whenever we saw each other, we were flirt or whatever, but nothing ended up happening. I'm at my apartment. She, um, is having like a girl's night thing with her homegirls who are upstairs. I live directly downstairs under her homegirl. They're trying to go someplace and they're in a mad rush or whatever. She's like, they, the homegirls are taking too long. The whole time me and her are texting. So while she's upstairs, I'm downstairs texting her or whatever. They're about to go out to this club. 
She was like, fuck that. I'm going to come downstairs and use your bathroom, your shower or whatever to get ready yeah. and bounce. And she was like, when I come back, I'm going to come back and kick it with you. Yeah. I'm like, cool. <clears throat> Yo. Shorty gets there. You know, we talk for a little bit, whatever. She gets in the bathroom, does her thing, comes out looking bad. Leaves the apartment, goes out to the club. I go into the bathroom after her. And when I tell you... She's not the biggest dookie you ever seen in your life? Nah, not even. I, <laughs> low, I, bro, I wish, it was, I wish it was something that was even slightly forgettable or forgivable like that. My thing was, this girl... I wish I had, like... I wish I had mustard and hot sauce for, for the fucking fish fry that she left in that damn bag. I opened and I walked in. And it you was know, sizzling? You know that, that like... That fresh fish off the grease? <laughs> That cat piss, that that pungent. Mm. What that nigga little boozy said? That piss cat. It smelled like piss cat. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, that was like, it was so wild to me, and I was so angry. Cause the worst thing is like, bro, That's I need worst. to use the bathroom. I walk right back out. I close the door. I was like, ain't no way. I done cut the vent on. I'm just sitting there like, ain't no way, bro. Yeah. Nah, Later on that night, she like texted me or whatever. I pretended I fell asleep. <laughs> Damn, I would have too. Shit. I was dreaming of fish. My thing was if that's <laughs> if that's what Shorty if that's what Shorty's able to smell like through a shower. Right. I don't want to know what it smelled like You're at the end sex. of a no uh, at the end of a club night. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy yeah. that she showered nah, and at the end of a club smelling night, like bro. Nemo's crib. Like God damn. Nah, that happened How to me before when I went out there one Shorty. Like, how you shower and you stink? Don't bro, even add up. I'm talking about she left my shit smell like SeaWorld, bro. Mm-mm. <laughs> that's bad, bro. That shit yeah, pissed nah, that, me that's off. That's internal, boy. I was done. Yeah. That, that shit. She was done. Yeah. But I had a homie who did hit, and uh, that was when, that was the first time I heard of the phrase, the Batman. Cause when he told me he hit, <laughs> when he told me he hit my first, uh, my first thought, <laughs> the Batman, my first thought was, Oh my, Oh, you a nasty nigga. So my first thought was, ain't no way that this dude went and did that. And it's still, so, you know, I tried to approach it lightly of, I mean, I let him know my situation as far as what happened at the apartment or whatever. He was like, he was like, Oh no, trust me. Like, it wasn't the best experience. I was like, wait, so it was still, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So she came up there with the full funk master flex and you still here? <laughs> Mm-mm. Damn, he, I told you what 2 Chain said, that shit inspired some niggas. Bro, two that, chain, I for breezing in the air when that coochie was stank. That's bro. what <laughs> Bro, that nigga literally told me, that was how I learned what the Batman was. He said, bro, I had to uh, grab the bed sheet and cover my face up while I hit this. <laughs> And the goes back there like the ghost of fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I can't stand y'all, bro. Come on. That oh, nigga was back there trying man. to save Gotham City, bro. That shit's crazy. Nah, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm cool. But that shit happened to me one time. I slid out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nah, man, it's getting late, man. Bro. Mm-mm. So, so what I you trying do to do? Man. Yeah, yeah, I had to get up. And out on of top there of that, that wasn't even the worst. On top of that, she went to the bathroom and she came back 
and the hair she had wasn't the same as the hair she had on at the club. <laughs> that was, yo, yeah. It was, so yeah. she changed hair and the twat was smelly? Bro, hell Ooh, yeah. Shit. That's crazy. Out, bro. Yeah, I done seen some shit before where I had to get up out of there. You nah, just had girls to... change hair. Was the style at least nice? Like, or was it like? No, it, oh, was, it like, don't it was like she had, now. It was, like she had like a wig. Like you know how girls they had a mm-hmm. braid, cornrows, and they put the wig on top of over. Mm-hmm. It oh, so she she yeah, we got back to her. To she her, yanked to her the crib. She got yanked the wig off. Crib. Yeah, like it was my it was my one of my homegirls or whatever, but it was her friend. So we get back to the crib. We chill. You know, we have fun time at the club. Don't tell me she tried to lay up with you with the little bow wow. <laughs> Basically, I was out there. That bitch was trying to get your and, and my, my, like my, my boy, my boy, my, my boy <laughs> went with, with Shorty and did his thing, and then it was just me and her in the living room, and we just chilling and hanging out. And you know what I mean? Like at the, she she was she was not ugly or nothing, but like I like nah, I said, that's unacceptable. She for came the, back. From the I'm club. not your boyfriend. She came flat from the club. You know, niggas had the huh, the fish market wasn't selling too good. And then she fucking went to the bathroom and she came up with it with the corn with the little beat, the little bow wows. Nah, like, nah, she nah, came back as Felicia. Ah <laughs> damn, nigga. No, what? that that's crazy. That's. There's certain things that like you don't do with niggas that's not your nigga. Like if he's not your guy, taking taking your wig right. off like it's like it's a snapback right. is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like just popping the wig off and hanging it on the wall like it's a snapback is nuts. Right. That is kind you of gotta keep crazy. the presentation. I wasn't used to that, and when it happened, I it, I wasn't used to that kind of activity, so I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, oh yeah, nah, bro. He was like, nah. uh, remember, remember the Fresh Prince when Will found yeah, out yeah. that Shorty's uh, she had a wig <laughs> on, she started popping up her nails, <laughs> everything. That shit was funny. Stuck in the basement, sitting on a tricycle, oh, yeah. girl getting on my nerves. <laughs> That's back when he uh, when it was Gina, Gina from yeah, uh, yeah. Tisha Campbell. I'm going out of my mind because I thought she was fine. Don't know if her body is hurt. <laughs> that, that That's one crazy. of my favorite yeah. scenes. Like, oh, I was in tears. That shit's still funny. Oh man, let's yeah, go ahead. And, let's go ahead and close out, man. This has been the funniest first episode back that I could have asked for. Thank y'all guys as a staff. Thank y'all for listening. You know, we're still getting our uh, sea legs under us, so hopefully you guys are patient with us as we uh, ramp everything up, man. I go by the name of Reggie Days, and it has been my genuine absolute pleasure bringing y'all this audio journey today. Today I was joined by my right-hand man. Sheem the Dream. We are also joined by... Chef. And we are also joined by... Yes. Later Days.
You're chasing a dime, losing a treasure. Those dollars don't make sense to me at all. She wanna spend this time alone tonight. Keep giving her things, but she don't really need that. If you don't stop, yeah, you're gonna end up alone. The world without love. Why would you do it? It's the simple things in life we forget. You hear her talking, but don't hear what she's saying. 